we are Squawking Dead. And uh, welcome to another podcast. I'm your host, David Cameo, and jo- I'm joined by Rachel Burke, Cosmo Mom 9 on everything now. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Made that change. Yeah, made that change happen. Stuck. <laughs> all the bonds in this episode are tested. They're all strained. It's basically testing out these solid loyalty bonds that, like, that, like eventually, you know, will somehow break. This is like, we're talking about Eugene and Rosita, Alpha and Beta, Carol and Daryl. And then Sadiq to reality. I had even jotted down Sadiq and Coco. This was some quality Sadiq and Coco time. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, there's something about that kind of relationship when you're experiencing that, that like, I think he's trying to like, I think he's trying to fake it till he makes it. With Coco? Period. With life. And so he's trying to like hang on to what he has. But some people like, you know, some people overdo it, you know, like they, you know what I mean? Like they're like, if I just hold on to this or I just hold on to that, like I won't slip away, Mm. you know, as as a person. Like like we were talking about personal stories before uh, for the bonus content that you missed. (laughs) If you weren't a coffee (laughs) subscriber, we talked about a lot of things for like about over an hour. (laughs) Um, so if you're, so if you're a coffee subscriber, you might want to stop your subscription, (laughs) but if you like that sort of thing, this is, I mean, we literally had a pod, a whole other podcast just an hour ago for the last hour. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, get your coffee subscriptions (laughs) at, uh, ko-fi.com slash squawking dead or hit the handy dandy button on squawking dead.com. That will give you a pass, like a little link that you can use when we start recording. And at the very least, you'll get a link to the uh, to the full raw unedited video, which includes bonus content before and after the show, during the show, as we make edits. <laughs> like sometimes they're subtle, sometimes they're not. <laughs> like people coming into the room, be like, "Hey, what's going on in here?" <laughs> like, "Or right, I got I really got to pee, man," and, and they start talking shit about each other. Yeah. See, you're missing out on all that. <laughs> you get all of that. Yeah, you get all of that. It's really, and then you get all. Well, you, uh, on the other hand, you also get all the like, the, like, like this stuff that get, I'll eventually edit out. <laughs> no, I probably won't. Especially this episode, you don't want to miss some of the bonus content because we we really go into it. We really went into personal stories. Mm-hmm. On, so, like on that note, not like I had PTSD, but I had a hard time in high school. I came from a school, like a small school, going to a larger school where everybody knew each other. From the mid- the middle school, all the people from the middle school, that high school's middle school, would go into that mm-hmm. school. I knew nobody. I knew oh. two two people from my school in a class of two hundred, I think. Jeez. So yeah, so it was one of those things where like. You know, I held on to those friends as much as I could, but even those slipped away because they were in different classes. I would come home so, like, depressed and, like, you know, so exhausted because, you know, every day is nerve-wracking. And so, like, there's this thing where, like, okay, look, I don't call my mom every day. I don't call my mom every week. It's a whole thing. But, like, I'm, I'm now I'm pretty independent. Like, I don't really talk to my family as much as I probably should. But, like, back then, it's like when you're in the shit, and this is probably goes to the conversation we had before the podcast, like you kind of just cling on to everything, anything you've got. Like, so I had my brother, my brother and I are 10 years apart. And when I was in high school, uh, it's like 14. So he's four years old. And so I would hang out with him and like, you know, I would read him a story before bed and then I'd fall asleep in his bed. And, you know, so we'd, we'd fall asleep together. Was, but like at the same, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because you're in high school and you should be hang- talking to girls and friends and stuff. I don't but, think that's sad at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it was a time. It was a hard time for me. So that's, and so you, that's, so when I saw Sadiq hang out with Coco and just take, trying to take care of Rosita, that's me going back to that moment where it's like, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to hold on to anything I've got right now. I, I don't want to slip away. I'm just clinging yeah. on. But every single bond in this episode is just tested. It's just strained and it's really tough to watch, to be honest. And I, I yeah. mean, I'm going to get pissed off in this episode a lot because there's some things that I saw that I didn't see in, until second watch. And I'm like, maybe this does go back to the conversation we had before the show. But it's like, I see this, this strain, this one person is putting on the relationship. And it's like, it's just, you are terrible. You're a horrible person. And I know why you're doing it. But you're burning, you're burning every good thing. It's like where Sadiq will hold on to anything to kind of keep him tethered. Like, Carol will burn every bridge just to get to what she wants. And that well, that includes what the loyalty test that she puts on Daryl, you know, and it's just kind of like, and I really, it really affected me. Like, and again, I'll go back to something I said last week. I said, I wouldn't be so frustrated if it wasn't for the fact that I love her. Like, I love you. Why are you doing this? (laughs) Yeah. Why are you hurting my feelings? (laughs) I think I, I think I still have a little more faith in her. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad at her. Maybe you'll get me to turn around. I see. Sometimes you do. You, you all, (laughs) A lot of the times you do. You, you well, will somehow I, pull the yoke. <laughs> I have a lot more blind faith in Carol than I think any other character. So I I don't always pay attention to what's going on on the surface. I feel like I feel like there's always something bubbling right underneath that she's. It seems like she's doing something shady, but I don't I don't think she is. I think it's going to work out. That and it, I'm we'll sure find well, out though. I, well, we'll find actually, out. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's that's what's so crazy about the season. Like it could, like on the one hand, you do have a comic book roadmap. Right. Mm-hmm. There is something yeah. there. And I find, and maybe you'll agree with me. I find that it's like, it's like an airplane that's strafing really close to the comic. Like it's, if you imagine the show is like, it's, it's like a flying airplane and has mm-hmm. a course and has a path and has an altitude <laughs> and the comic book is closer to the ground mm-hmm. and the show can go up in the air and, and do its own thing. But I find that it's been close to the ground. It's been close, faithful to the comic book in many, in many areas, even in areas where they have to switch it up and with a character or two or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it it's, resembles the comic book. It does. Re- it does resemble. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that they can't do the same because they've killed off certain characters. And so, you know, those that are still alive in the comics obviously can't fulfill those roles, but, but they're doing, they are. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it's still very, very close to the comics. Right. You know, the feel of the comics is still there. Is it time for, for, for the beta yes. to become the alpha? Is that yes. the line you're referring yeah. to? That line. Yes. That specific line. The thing that I really, really liked about that scene is that you, because of the way they've lined up the backstory is that you get to see mm-hmm. his face react in real time to this. And I will go there. Let's talk about it now. Like he sure. is panicking because his existence, he is nothing without her. He is mm-hmm. full on panic. He's like, what, what am I without you? Wait, I can't do this on my own. You gave me my structure, you know? Right, right. I was and like, Negan is clearly a threat to that. Yeah. It's, it's weird when you actually feel something for Beta. It's Isn't it weird? Like, because he is... No, just... I've always felt something for Beta. <laughs> like, that's that little part of it. I'm... It's like, oh, he doesn't know any better, yeah. you know? That's all no, he has. I'm not a good person to ask. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. He's very codependent. Yeah. I've, I've, always, I've always had feelings for Beta. <laughs> <laughs> I only have eyes for Beta. <laughs> But no, he's yeah (laughs) with his teeth. (laughs) I know. And he really does. He pushes him out too. Look at my gold teeth. (laughs) (laughs) 
gnarly. That's the definition they of gnarly. Are, they are kind of gnarly. That's what I was I trying to they say don't before. Like, they don't fit right. Yeah, they don't fit right. I think even yeah. like the white teeth, because like, I feel like not all of it is, and again, we're going back to this, but like I just don't feel like all of them are even real. Like even the real ones aren't real. They just look so well, gnarly. It seems like every Why time we see his teeth, teeth, there's more. <laughs> well, it seems like every time we see his teeth in an episode, there's more and more gold caps. <laughs> like it seemed like there were like four gold caps, one one normal tooth, and then another gold one next to that. Like I'm like we're just he's just gonna have a gold grill by the end of the uh, the season. <laughs> right, a whole grill. Oh gosh, can you imagine? It'd be like a Johnny Five's <laughs> Alive edit or something. <laughs> Yes, do it, do it, <laughs> do it, Made it with the gold grill. Do it. <laughs> and Alpha, like in the, in the rap pose, like this, like. <laughs> yes, and she's got a chain on. Right, she's she's showing with the like chain a, with a with a decapitated head and diamonds. <laughs> right, exactly with a diamond, like two yes. big diamond eyes. <laughs> diamond stud, yeah, diamond. Oh, the diamond grill too, like in the skull. A, yeah. Yes. Diamond. Wait, oh, diamond I'm doing it teeth. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it now. Okay. This is All too right. good not to, not to make happen. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. <laughs> I know. I'll forget. I love watching Ryan Hurst play this out because I'm not, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure what's going on in his mind when he's testing Negan. Right. I'm really well, not. I mean, I think I do, but I, right. yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he, he sees him as a threat. I mean, but, but, he's, but here's but he the sees thing. They don't know who he is. <laughs> he sees everybody as a threat. Well, and, and not, not to mention we as the viewers, we know what he's done and what he's capable of. Beta doesn't know that. He, all what he sees Negan's is this is loud mouth. Air. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We know what Negan is capable of, but Beta doesn't like, he doesn't really know that he is a threat. I mean, right. he is, but Beta doesn't know that yet. All he sees is this, you know, loud mouth, pompous, arrogant asshat, basically. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't really know that he's a threat un until he tries to get him killed. And Negan's like, bitches, guess who's back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that line is the. That was so awesome. <laughs> get out the measuring tape. From my oh, Where's my, my skin suit? <laughs> and break out the, the, right? the longest measuring tape from my big ass. On account my, of my, my big ginormous balls. balls. <laughs> I knew this episode was going to be so good. Oh, it was mm. everything I wanted. Delicious. Delicious. Slipping her a little life. Omega on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so delicious. I need more. I need more More of those, too. Just I excellently do. timed. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, how many more How many yeah. more of these scenes are we going to have with them together? Because it's looking tense right now. <sighs> I know. I need more. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I kind of, I still want to like focus on Beta because like at first, I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, is he sizing him up, or is he just doing the standard test? And he's and. By all measures, like it really did give me like more insight into beta, like how beta operates. Because on the one hand, there's like two, there's only two hands. So on the one hand, <laughs> <laughs> um, beta believes what's on the ground. Like you know, he, he's like reputation means nothing. Can you do the work? Right? I'm mm -hmm. gonna put, I'm gonna put some stumbling blocks in your way. I'm gonna give you, and and I, I only noticed this like as throughout today. I was like, oh, he handed he handed Negan a uh, like a like a knife you would use to cut fruit or maybe stab someone in the yeah, street. Oh, yeah. Not a hunting The tiny knife. little switchblade. Yeah, exactly. No. So, like, Negan is forced to shiv blade. this pig. <laughs> like, shiving it prison style. Prison style. Like, literally. <laughs> I literally wrote that down. <laughs> oh, oh, it was God. hilarious. I pig, laughed so hard. It's literally a pig sticker. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So, Worked for the pig, though. Right. And so, like, I'm thinking, okay, I see what he's doing. He's trying to make it hard, right? But, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming that if he comes out of it, then, like, okay, I'm wrong. Like, beta, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll whatever, I'll, my hand to God. Probably, maybe, I don't mm. know. But on the other hand, there's this whole other side of him is like, a, that's like, again, he believes what he sees and he'll do anything for Alpha. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's these, it, it's these two warring things, though. It'll become these two warring things because Beta believes what's on the ground. Beta believes in the cause. But he also sees the, the, the writing on the wall in some ways, which is why that scene is so prescient, like where, where he's getting challenged by Alpha. It's so prescient mm-hmm. because on the one hand, who am I without Alpha? She's the linchpin to my entire beliefs, my personal beta entire belief system. Mm-hmm. So without her, who am I? And, mm-hmm. and can he exist independently of, of Alpha? That's huge. He can. He can join our group. Well, you believe in him. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't believe I do. it. I don't believe it. And that's I kind do. of, that's what makes him so interesting to me because I'm, like, I'm incredibly biased though. He could just like flat out, like kill, kill Ezekiel. And I still be like, let's give him a chance guys. <laughs> guys, guys, he, he can come back from this. Guys, Just, just listen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, he's like a Martha. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. I, I just put a different spin no, on, there was on no beta, hope. didn't I? <laughs> No hope for Martha. I mean, hope for Beta. I don't see, because I do see, like, yeah, even though I see Beta is a little bit pitiable, like, at the same time, there's that whole other other side of him, like, where he has, there is no, he doesn't have a self. His his mm-hmm. self is just bonded. Alpha. <laughs> to yeah. Alpha. I mean, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. Alpha, the religion of Alpha and the Whispers, sure, but, you know, without Alpha, there is no Whispers religion. There is no Alpha. Right. So it's like a catch I do 22. really yeah, I do really hope that they follow the comics just just so far as how Alpha dies before Beta does. And so we do in the comics, we we do see Beta having to step up and kind of figure out who he is on his own for a minute. And with all this, you know, extra room to to roam on the show, they could really expand on that. Yeah. Like they could, we could really see this character grow after Alpha's death. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't make. Well, yeah, I have so many thoughts about that that I don't even know if I could fit it all in. <laughs> because I mean, I, I I agree, but I also disagree. Like in some ways, like okay, we get rid of Alpha, Beta has to step up, but are we not repeating the theme of uh, kind of like? Kind of in the way that Simon tried to step up and eliminate people, and he got taken out, and then Negan had to kind of just take his place in a way. Like Simon, and this is only on the show. But Simon's like, you know, decided, oh, genocide time again uh, for Hilltop, mm-hmm. and then Negan felt like he had to do it because, like, oh, look, he forced me into that position, so I'm gonna just follow mm-hmm. through, you know, in kind. So. Yeah, oh, it looks so, like he doesn't have control of his people if he didn't. Exactly, exactly. Like, like when right. did it get to be this? Like Carl said, like when did this get away from you in a way? Like when did this mm-hmm. start to become one thing about saving people and then turn into something completely different? So, mm-hmm. anyway, going back to that though, to Beta and Alpha, it's kind of like would we, would we be re- repeating a theme here? Alpha is the brains and the brawn, in my opinion. But like Beta is also pure brawn to me. He has no motivation. Mm-hmm. The only motivation is what she wants. And and she relies on him to be that. It's kind of okay. This is weird. I didn't even think of this until just yeah. now. Remember how we said that um, Carol is a, like a bazooka in a knife fight? That's Beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the only thing is yeah. that 
Yeah, I mean, they they literally are the same thing. The only difference... Yeah, the only difference is that Carol has uh, an ego, and so she can get hurt. And when she gets hurt, um, that weapon can has can, that motivation can change. Her whole thing is about protecting the community at all costs, but she needs to check. But now, mm-hmm. when it becomes to herself, she's almost uncheckable. And so Beta is not yeah. like that. But what if you remove Alpha, and then maybe yeah. then he'll have feelings, and that's going to be a problem. <laughs> So I mm-hmm. wonder, yeah, yep. oh, wow, oh, this is interesting, because I'm trying to work it out, like, what do I prefer? Because if you do take Alpha out, so you have that check removed, now he has emotions again, and they're pretty f- crazy. Now you have Carol, you know, she's full of emotion, and she's uncheckable. She's literally, I'm looking at the sneak peeks, I'm like, nobody can stop this bitch. Like, <laughs> she's going to try to get whatever, whatever Carol wants, Carol gets, and doesn't matter who <laughs> gets hurt. And so I'm looking at Beta now, I'm like... Oh, this can get really, really bad, right? Yeah. This can get really, really bad. Because Alpha is does rule with some emotion, let's say, or just reacts. But she's not dumb. She is smart. She'll navigate. She'll be like, how right. can I affect the... the 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 outcome in the way that I want it to to go. She she mm-hmm. has thought to her actions, but Beta, I'm not sure with Beta, and I if you look at a parallel with with Carol, it's like Carol is just she's just trying to make a beeline in whatever way is going to get the best result. But it's a beeline, and there's blinders on at the same time. She doesn't care about like the the wake <laughs> behind her. No. That's that's the thing. And Alpha does. Alpha does care. That's why she's doing what she's doing. She's protecting the integrity of the Whisperers. Like she's trying to produce the best outcome for them to be able to take over. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Carol's just like, oh, fuck is- the shit, bitch, gotta die. <laughs> right? Anyways, is yeah, that sorry. the plan? Do you think that's their plan for the Whisperers to like kill everybody in Alexandria and then move in there? No, no. By best outcome, I mean, I think she's trying to get them to submit to their way. She's trying to recruit. So she would, I was going to say, so she would, she would rather have all these people join the whispers or do you think she just wants to kill everyone? I think she just wants to kill everybody. Oh no. I I think she's trying to get them to submit. First of all, she's trying to like, like let the weak die off a little bit. Yeah. Just to kind of basically show them what they're made of. And then with, with, by paring down the numbers just enough, taking out just enough fighters, taking enough, just enough thought leaders, like people that, I mean, she's trying to move thought out of the way. I mean, look at how paranoid people are acting. Mm-hmm. You know, silence the whisper. Silence, okay, fine. Maybe I just want to survive. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll put a little skin mask on. Maybe <laughs> you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> right. I mean, I can see that. I mean, people, people, she's trying to make it so that people will embrace the self-interest that they, that's in, built into them. And it, yeah, it's working. Maybe. It's working. Yeah. That could so. be. I I could see that, but I I just think she wants to kill everyone. I think she I think she thinks if she kills them all, Lydia will have no place to live, and she'll have to come back home. It's always an option. <laughs> but no, I, I really do think she wants more people, though. I do. Like that's the ideal. I think she's smart. I think ideally she wants new recruits, and she's gonna have. How would beta- she? How would she justify that to the already existing whispers? Or I guess she wouldn't even really need to. It'd be a demonstration, and they're included in the victory. Well, they're ma- they're helping make it happen. It's this whole weird sick. If the cult works and it produces results, they'll be no. more committed. So, you know, it may not work for the new recruits, but like the people that are there yeah. will make sure that that shit sticks. And if they all I mean, die in the recruitment process, no skin off their skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
right? I mean, I don't I don't think it's all about killing people. I mean, it could be. It might end up that way. <laughs> I think Alpha feels like these people, our people, have made a fool of her and mm. she just wants to kill everybody and wipe them wipe them out. How dare you make me look foolish? I'm going to kill you all now. I think she has more but, more to prove to herself. Or just though. an eye. You think she has to prove anything to herself? I think well, she's pretty, pretty, pretty confident. <laughs> I think she sees the writing on the wall. Even last season, you saw people have ideas. Beta's like saying, "Our people are whispering," you know. And then, she, yeah, remember, the, remember yeah. the cravat and the head, the taking off the head, and yeah. And then the guy that spoke up, you got to nick him in the right places. Mm-hmm. And then, so there's all that going on. And then Beta killed another one this episode. Exactly for for doing what for sharing something for sharing food with Negan. Right, mm-hmm. but I think it's also just sharing food in general. Like you don't, you know, like first of all, I I said he wouldn't eat, and you're gonna share that. You, right, you out of your mind. Right, you know what what we say goes. The, our cult goes, you know. So I, see, but that's not even an animalistic trait. I mean, no. if you're, if, if, <laughs> I mean, animals would share with with their pack. You know, they would or what, they can. But they listen to the alpha. Well, yeah. And if the right, alpha but, says, eat that dog, you eat that dog. Well, of course. Or wolf, of whatever. Course, but, right. But the alpha is also, also going to look out for her pack. You don't have a pack if they're not all eating and all strong and yeah. all at 100%. So Which is the alpha is going to make sure her entire pack eats. Right. Right. And so, but also there's also, there's like also behavioral mechanisms, right? So like you're, you're gonna like reinforce your power structure, right? Just on mm-hmm. the basis of alpha theory, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, not to kind of veer off into like political realms, but like, like one of the big things that I I hear about today is like people embracing communism or socialism or anything like that, and they're trying to bring it about in in like a more or less capitalist uh, uh, meritocracy kind of existence that we have right now, right? Which is fucking really good, actually, not so bad. It's the the best way to get out of poverty is to embrace capitalism, or the 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 best chance you have when I hear about people who want to embrace this weird pseudo-socialism, pseudo-communism, like, well, just think about what happened in the past because the only real enforcement mechanism to communism is an authoritarian figure. Like, is a person who who will, by force, that you endow with a lot of power, and as we know, power corrupts absolutely, and it has done every single time, you enforce communism, then you find that there will be inequality. Like some people will be targeted more than most because you're trying to make an example out of them, you know, so that we can mm. flatten out all hierarchies and remove all incentives and everybody's the same because everybody's going to end up being poor. So there mm-hmm. you go. So <laughs> my my point is that like when you do that, there's an enforcement mechanism. So what is the enforcement mechanism? Ah, so every now and again, I have to kind of make an example. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if one little cog gets, gets out of line, we have to flatten it down <laughs> and just make it equal. Which, you know, I on paper, oh, it's great, you know, because we ideally, right. as we were talking about narcissism before the show, it's like, ideally, oh, I see, I'm a good person until somebody <laughs> deems that you're not a good person. Right. So, and it's not up to you. It's right. defi- definitely not up to you anymore. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think about that all the time because yeah. it's kind of like, it's always going to end up being a test. And so, when it, when I think about, like, recruits and, like, like what the Whisperer's end game is, it's like, ideally, it's, it's, it's whatever it is, it's going to reinforce. So, if they win, let's say, the pack becomes way stronger because, oh, hey, the system works. I'm going to stay in line. I'm going to do whatever Alpha says. And then I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some of that in the next episode. Like, how, you know, we've had all these victories. This guy that they captured... You know, at the end of the episode, you're going to see what he says and you're going to see little flashes. Like even in the trail, the trailer for next week, you see like this flash of like Alpha's 
love. <laughs> Alpha looking adoringly at her people, like with her face. It's just crazy, you know? And it works. Because they're safe no. and they're fed, you know? Relatively, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Rosita missing missing her nanny Eugene, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to fight about this now? <laughs> Well, come on. She can't break the guy's heart and then expect him to like stick around and take care of her baby. Right. Well, I don't think it's as simple as that, though. I don't think it's about like... I, well, I think she generally think... does miss him because she does really fight for well, him at the end of that other episode. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she's like, I thought we were friends, you know? I thought no, we were I, really I, close. I agree. I think she does genuinely miss him, but... I, I know how you feel, though. How it's did that, she... Yeah. How did she unavoidable think thing. this was going to happen? Right. This... Uh, you break a guy's heart, of course he he's gonna need to get away from you. Well, he's the one. He's the one who had to do it because he want. I think he. See, that's the thing. He does it because he wants to kind of like save their friendship. You know, he steps yeah. away because like I need to kind of look at this. I need to say this out loud, and I need to kind of step back and re-enter this thing where I don't have feelings for you in that way. Yeah, right? it's, he's taking it yes. upon himself. You know what I mean? Yes. And, so, and it makes total sense. Yeah. Step yeah. away, reassess the, the relationship, put her back in your mind as, as a friend. And yeah, I think where you if and he can me, move forward from there. That, yeah. That'd and be I good. think, I think where you and me are on the same page is like, there's a part of us in the back of our head because we've all seen this before is that's like, <laughs> you know what he's going through girl. But then again, she's sick. So it's like, I'm, I'm cutting her slack. Because, right. you know, it's like rhythms, you know, like sometimes in the apocalypse, you don't have television, you don't have shit to do. <laughs> so like mm -hmm. you, you dwell on things and, and sometimes you don't appreciate the fact that, okay, they need this space. I'll wait for them to talk to me, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Like that's your life. Your life is just relationships and talking and, <laughs> and this is all you've got. You don't have TV. <laughs> so yeah, you don't, you don't have music, <laughs> you, you psychopaths. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, let's get the content. bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> but you're sick and you're in bed and like, and you're thinking to yourself, "I miss Eugene," you know, like, and so you're not thinking. You're like uh, calling Hilltop. I don't know. I'm sick. I'm feeling like shit, and you're usually there for me. And so, mm -hmm. you know, but like at the same time, it's like, girl, come on, girl, you gotta. Ooh, this is not good for him, man. You gotta step back. No. <laughs> I know. Like, like as mad on. as you want to be, but people are human. I don't know. Yeah, gotta, no, you know. No, I no, I still, I still love Rosita. I, I totally get it, and I, and I do think she did the right thing, and I also think Eugene did the right thing. He yeah. does need some, some time away. You know, if they're gonna be friends after this, he, he needs to, yeah, he needs to back away for, for a little while, refocus. Um, you know, redirect his thoughts and then try to just sort of show up and be friends. And, and you see, you see, see it happen in real time, right? Like you see that his, him going through the motions again of like, oh, excited to hear from her and, yeah, you know, and trying to mess around with her, like, like, you know, like mess around, you know, like jokingly. Right. His, his little Eugene thing that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Like falling and into then, that pattern. And then later, you know, when he's trying to reach her again and, and, you know, he's, and he's so sad, mm -hmm. like, you know, that's hard breaking too because you could feel him you could literally feel him kind of fall yeah. into it again and we mm -hmm. all i think that's what that's what i like about that scene like as uncomfortable as it is to watch and there are probably tons and tons of people that are like fucking eugene man what are you doing but we all do this shit we do this shit and that's why i mm -hmm. love that i can appreciate that scene so much because we do this shit we have the friend that does this shit even if we didn't do this shit and we judge yeah. them harshly but we probably shouldn't have <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, Very I, human thing to do. The most human thing yeah. to do. It's why I always tell people, you're a Eugene in, in Daryl cosplay. <laughs> you joke. <laughs> like, we're all be, Eugene. Best case scenario, we're a G- Eugene. Best case. I saw somebody say the, the coolest thing. Be like, you know what? This is an appreciation post because Eugene, we need smart people like Eugene and, you yeah. know, and, and, and we do need like flawed people like Eugene in the apocalypse because they make things interesting. Like no. they're smart and they're capable, you know, they may <laughs> not be like adept. They not, may not be the best trackers, but like y- you need smart people, like resourceful people, you know? No. And, and I agree. <laughs> it's crazy. See, I wouldn't be Eugene in the apocalypse. I'd be Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's Olivia again? Sorry, sorry, sorry. She died. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anne, uh, Anne Mahoney's character. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah I I'd be Olivia. That. That's the weirdest thing. I can see that. <laughs> See, I would, I would want to be Carol. I'd be like, yeah, I'm Carol. I'd be Carol in the apocalypse, but no, I'd really be Olivia. Right. <laughs> uh, what was her name? Uh, was it Alexander Breckenridge's character? Jesse. Jesse Anderson. See, I see you yeah. more as her. Jesse. Yeah. Why? Because she cuts hair. <laughs> wow, I forgot about that actually. <laughs> but like, she always. <laughs> she was also to be a like, cosmetologist. Yeah, she always seemed like on the edge of getting it, like on the edge of getting what this world is, right? Like, yeah. and she's like, okay, you know, Rick, you're right. We gotta be, gotta be tougher. We gotta, you know, she yeah. didn't quite make it, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I could agree with that up until the end. I mean, right. she, you, you she got a little that crazy. Would... <laughs> she got a little crazy there at the end. So yeah, you would hope that you you wouldn't be that way, but you would be that way. I so would be that way, and my son would totally be Sam. <laughs> See, I respect you so yeah. much more for saying that. <laughs> Some people would be like, no. Goes back to narcissism. Bonus right? content. You missed nope. out on that. <laughs> That's right. No. Yeah, we'd be walking through walkers, and, and my kid would be like, Mom, I'm scared. And I'd be like, shut Mom? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be my kid. Mom? Oh, that yeah. haunts my dreams, man. Like, oh, I mean, gosh. as mad as you were, that is that was – because that start was the end of the episode. <laughs> That right, episode. and there was there was no exit music. And it was like, just him. And you're like, oh my <gasps> god, shut the fuck up! Oh right? my god, what's gonna happen shut next? Up, shut up! Shut that kid up! Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was freaking out at the end of that one for sure. Yeah. Let's just go off what we were saying before, though. He's upset with Rosita, yep. like with with being stood up by a date, <laughs> and like, and he's like. Fuck it! I'm gonna swipe left and right on this Tinder app and like, <laughs> right? And he's just looking out there. He's swiping left, 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 like, cause like, eh, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. Like, at some point, he's just like, just doing this thing. Like, he just keeps swiping left, <laughs> and like, eventually, he sneezes and swipes right, and like, somebody actually responds, and, and that look on his face is like, oh shit! I didn't expect to hear from somebody. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I think he was just trying to cool down. Just it worked. To, like, you know. But like I don't think he expected it to, and I think that look on his face is that. I wanted to point that out because it just looked like I'm so upset, I'm like so alone, and I don't expect to hear from somebody. But let's just do this exercise and like, is anybody out there? Is anybody out there? You know, like I'm talking to myself. I need this exercise, and I, I fully <laughs> expecting him to masturbate and go to sleep alone again. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> That's what people do in the apocalypse, people. They don't have sex anymore. They just, yep, masturbate and go to bed. Yeah. You're welcome. That just ruined the zombie apocalypse for you. <laughs> Done. Yep. <laughs> just really boring and depressing most of the time. Uh, you're catching the highlights. <laughs> That's what the show's about. 
<laughs> when they when yeah. they cut to the next scene, it's masturbate time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which we'll call Miller time. Anyway, so done. Miller time. Get the frosty. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so going back to that, but like I really didn't think that he was expecting to 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 hear anybody, and so watching his face, like oh shit, now what do yeah. I do? That I love that little moment right there. Like oh now what do mm-hmm. I do? I just stepped in something I didn't expect to step into. <laughs> When he he even says he even says in his own little Eugene way, like I didn't expect to hear from anybody. Otherwise, I would have prepared a speech for you, or right. you know. But he says it in his own little cute little Eugene like way, talking himself and into I love talking. That, <laughs> yeah, and I right, and I love that she gets it right away too. She's not confused by the way he talks to her in his in right. his Eugene dialogue. He's you know spells out in way too many words you know that he wished he would have prepared something basically and she's like oh yeah i don't really know what to say either like just click totally understands him (laughs) right do you think this is the same person that was on the radio uh at the end of season nine um right that's a good question because we we almost who who was on the other end we don't know. I, I didn't forget about it, but I was trying to remember that scene. Was there? Was there? There wasn't anybody sitting with the radio, right? No, 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 no. When that happened? Nope. And that radio was at Alexandria, correct? I want to say that's right. It's possible that it was the same person. Right now, assuming that it was, let's say this person's been trying to reach mm-hmm. him for a long time. A minute. Reach somebody for a <laughs> somebody, long time. Right. So what does that tell you about that person, though? Like that person may that not they be happy. They have hope. Tells me that they have hope that there's people still out there. Yeah. That they're still trying to reach people. Well, and it sounds, but what we kind of learn about her is that she is part of a tribe of some kind, of some group mm-hmm. or some set of survivors. Let's just pretend we don't know anything. She's a part mm-hmm. of a group that, you know, you live out there for like 10 years, eventually you figure some things out, right? Like you're like, okay, now this, by the way, this made me think a lot, a lot, a lot about Alicia Clark on the boat second season oh okay right? did you know i got sure. those vibes because because and then but you know i didn't but you're talking about like I do, yeah year one of the apocalypse versus year 10 like okay mm-hmm. they're both acknowledging maturely like okay let's not you know let's establish these protocols that we learned a long time ago we fucked up at some point and then some people killed us and some we killed some people <laughs> right so like they're trying to they're trying to like this is like the UN in pro- process right there like in my yeah. opinion they're trying to figure out how to treat each other in the zombie apocalypse because the right. the new rules dictate we got to take care of, well there are no rules but we know that there are some unwritten <laughs> rules I just find it fascinating they're like it's like a it's like a ballet they literally have to be very absolutely careful. how do they get necessary information out of each other carefully without revealing too much about themselves at the same time yeah the art of diplomacy talk about what happened mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Right, right. Get to know who, you know, the person that they were before. But still, I mean, that's still a risk because they could completely be making it up until Eugene starts pointing out real things that she knows that can be verified. So now she she, she has knows no reason to verify the story is true, right? And, and they're verifying yeah. um, objective facts about the world that they can both recognize right. are true. There's no internet to true. corroborate. She yep. can't go. She can't Google those, these facts. No, 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 no. no. This is it. they talk about a specific place that they both had been that existed in the real world, and it can't be made up. He couldn't yeah. have been making it up. Yeah, and she's like, "Fuck off." He's like, "No, nah, it was yeah. true as Coventry blue." <laughs> I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> But, uh, His lines. He's got great lines. Yeah. He's just so well-crafted as a character. Because he's <laughs> it just comes off the dome like that. It's, it comes out oh, of the yeah. oven so baked, so well-baked. 
but you made me think about that for a little while because I'm I'm like, is he angling for that just to kind of get her to trust her? But no, this is all natural, it feels like. It just feels like whatever is going on in that arena of them trying to just talk about the past, it's working. Like, it's just mm-hmm. naturally working. They're not even thinking about the rules as much as they should. But because maybe they feel like they're in the parameters of... If we talk about prior, we're not going to get into messy situations about the present, like where, you know, we need right. to kind of be on our guard. And right. so, but when they stumble onto this fact, I think they unintentionally kind of stumble into an arena where like, not that they have to establish protocols, but they establish like mutual um, objectives or mutual respect or mutual trust. Like it's, okay. whether they like it or not, they are starting to trust each other for real. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because so, the the what was it the the inside scoop ice yeah. cream shop, that was the that was the place that they had both been. That is a real place in the world that they both had been to. Right. Is it a real place in the world in Strasbourg? I don't know. Yeah, it is cool. in this universe. <laughs> I wonder though. Now, now I want I, I want ice cream. I want it now. Um, I know, right? What, what, but more but more importantly, cake or waffle cone. <laughs> This thing, what is okay? This is maybe I, as much as I love ice cream, and I'm a purist, by the way. I neither. Ew. That's me. I'm like, I'm about, I'm about the ice cream. Give me a cup. Give it to me in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll handle yeah. the rest. Um, <laughs> but I I don't know what a cake cone is. I, unless maybe just, it's just your regular, just a regular cone like that you get in a box that okay. fit inside each other. Like from McDonald's, the little okay. cone that you would get from That's McDonald's. A That's okay. a cake cone. I always thought yeah. that was a waffle. Okay, the waffle cone is the the more the spirally, triangly one, right? Right. That looks like a waffle. <laughs> oh, okay. So like those, uh, I like. I prefer the waffle cones, but I would really, I, more often than not, I take my ice cream in a cup. Yeah, because fuck that shit. Because it melts gets in the way. And yeah, I'm, yeah. And it's it's and it's all those carbs that you don't really need in your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! If I see a chocolate dipped waffle cone, game over. <laughs> and remember, remember when you were a kid and like the ones with the chocolate dipped ones, but then they had the peanuts on the side. But that I always hated those because it was like, okay, that shit just yeah. gets in the way. But like now as an adult, I'm like, oh, bring it on! <laughs> like peanuts? I don't like peanuts. What is it about? I love peanuts. I'm like addicted now. Oh, but you don't like peanut butter, no. peanuts. You don't like any of that no. stuff. I don't like anything. I love it. No. <laughs> I, I used to say, I used to say as a kid, I hated, I got alert, I was allergic to chunky peanut butter. Just chunky peanut butter. <laughs> That's reason. funny. <laughs> I had all these fucking dumb rules. <laughs> like, like, I like tomato sauce, but I don't like tomatoes. Mm, don't, don't like them. <laughs> but like now I love them. I, I have definitely, I've, I've occasionally lied to a fast food restaurant and said I was allergic to tomatoes so that they would make sure and not put them on my sandwich. <laughs> Meanwhile, like you take your mozzarella sticks with tomato sauce, right? Or something? (laughs) No, ranch. Ooh. Ooh. That's that Midwestern flair, though, too. I I appreciate it now, too. Is it? Yeah. I put ranch on everything. Like pizza, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I see you. Steak, French fries, (laughs) curly fries, potatoes, anything. Seriously. I'm a Except for breakfast food. Ranch ranch doesn't go on breakfast food. Right. Maple syrup does. (laughs) <laughs> on everything <laughs> on waffles on eggs I'm not, waffles, i like cheese. waffles not pancakes <laughs> i like pancakes. I'm weird. i like pancakes no 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 most people i think I, they like waffles I, I just I know. pancakes are good if i eat them really fast but if the syrup soaks in and then they get and then it gets soggy and then it's just like this it's, mush in your it's, ugh. it's not a it's good a pancake texture thing, thing. You, no. you can make if you make a, your pancakes are good enough they'll hold up for the most part. Oh, yeah. See, well, maybe thing. I'm just bad at making pancakes then. You are. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I probably am. I don't. I don't do it often. Yeah, I just like that. I, I like that little parallel about like to to Alicia, like how to do it the completely wrong way and how to do it the right way. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, yeah. You, you remember exactly. how Alicia's thing turned out? <laughs> that was uh, yeah. horrifying. He came and tried to kill everybody. Yeah, that was so but, you know, real. They've that learned. Was, they've oof. learned from from Alicia's mistakes. Right. Ideally. <laughs> Absolutely. So IMDb confirmed. Oh, the what, casting. What I already thought. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, so do you have her name? We could just announce it. Margot Bingham. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Margot Bingham is playing Stephanie, Stephanie. the voice over the radio. Yeah. Stephanie. Any yeah. comic book readers out there know exactly who Stephanie is. Exactly. Um, exactly who Stephanie is. And I was there for the live and, tweet, by the way. Oh yeah. And she was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> Who's that for? Because, like, pretending to be somebody who just watches the show. And uh, she fucking outed herself, and she did not know what to do. She, like, she's, like, thinking uh-oh. she's so slick. And meanwhile, she's, like, she's, like, putting poop emojis and being, like, shrug and, like, and, like, panic emoji. <laughs> like, she, like, literally, she, like, I'm looking at, like, all her replies and being, like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> like, am I, am I, Who, fla- am I flouncing an NDA I don't or some tweet. kind? Yeah, I don't. I don't tweet. What was the tweet? Like AMC announced her, or no, what, fans, I don't. I don't know what the fans tweet was. were like. Oh, that's you, isn't it? Oh, so people who are familiar with her recognized her voice. Basically, basically, or they found out okay. somehow, well, and now they're like outing her ass, and like, and she's like, I don't know, am I stepping over a line here? Like, literally, I'm watching oh, her no. replies. And like she's rolling. She's with gonna it. get fired from the show before she even gets on screen. <laughs> Which could happen. I don't know. They can recast her. And, and just... she's she's only credited for for this episode. Uh, right. Okay. On, on the website. So well, I don't know. I did jot down. Like I've never seen the other things that she's been in. She's been in quite a few, but like most notably, um, New Amsterdam, Queen oh. Sugar, wait, Barber wait, wait. Shop, The Next Cut, New Amsterdam with. Um... Uh, 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 the, the new show. Waldo? Oh, the Maybe. new one. I don't, I don't watch it. The okay. new, yeah. The okay. new doctor show that's on right now. Okay. There was, cause there was two new Amsterdams. There was one with, uh, oh. Jamie Lannister, Nikolai Costawaldo. The uh. guy that, yeah, whatever. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but th- that was like <laughs> way back. That was way back. Oh, but okay. It, it mirrors the show. No, this one's a newer one. It mirrors the reboot. You remember, do you ever hear of the show called Forever? It, yes. It had, the, it had the same premise. It's like the guy who can who dies and wakes up, swims Comes up to the back. shore from, yeah. yeah. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yes. So new, new Amsterdam was the original new Amsterdam was that, and they just rebooted it. Oh, okay. With a different actor. Anyway. So okay. Good All fact. Right. No, like. this one is the hospital. This one is the hospital one. Mm, okay. About a, a doc. A, I don't, I don't watch it. So I'm, I'm not sure, but I've seen the, I've seen the commercials. I know, I know it's about a hospital. <laughs> mm. She's on that one and okay. queen sugar and barbershop, the next cut. So she's, I mean, she's done a lot of notable stuff, just not anything I've, that I've seen, but I'm excited. I'm glad be... I was finally right about something. People are really excited about her being on the show. Do you remember season eight? Now, it's one of the first few episodes in the season when things are starting to pick up again. Like, okay, they're going to start to get there. They have a plan now. They, they know what they're mm-hmm. going to do to defeat the saviors. We have a coordinated plan with the, with the Polaroids and everything. But the, there's this one episode that opens up with Ezekiel at the kingdom. And we're kind of getting a little bit more of a look into what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the king waking up, washing his face, 
you know, it, and it's like in this theater, like so it's reminiscent of like a little bit of his past life, somewhat. And mm-hmm. and I noticed that like Carol's doing kind of the same thing, and it's like, oh, they were together. There's a little bit of a tether there. There's like, and yeah. a lot of the re- a lot of what happens at the beginning of that of that episode is like they have a plan. They're waking up. This is the battle. This is what they're going to do. And it looks like things are, are are looking up. And and when I look at this episode and how it turns out. It's almost the same way, except, you know, obviously that episode with Zeke, <laughs> he's, he's, his, his people are protecting that him was, and, and they get shot down. Yeah. That was terrible. That was that episode. Yeah. yeah. That was eight eight oh four, I think, specifically. Yeah. yeah. There's the episode yeah. before Some Guy, right? I think, or something like that. Cause some no, guy I think was it was after. Some Guy. Uh, well, no, because then oh, no, she you're right. dies in the next some, episode. You're right. You're right. Some Guy is the next one because... That that episode ends with him in the field with everybody on top of him, and then the next episode starts with him doing the shredder through the bodies. <laughs> right, right. He's reborn through the bodies of other. I wrote yeah. a whole thing about that, but <laughs> but like I know I know the scene is very similar though. Like there, I love that there's yeah. this kind of pseudo parallel to the to that how that episode opened to the point by the way also where um, in Zeke's this is crazy. In Zeke's, it's he's kind of facing like if you're looking at the camera, if you're looking at the TV, he's he's facing left of the camera of the TV. Carol's facing right of the TV. It's like they're almost going in different directions. Okay. The the scene with him in it is a lot more warm, warm colors mm-hmm. like reds and and, and yellows and, and those kind of hues. Her yeah, scene is more yeah. uh, cold and blue, and it just shows. I like these these little like differences between these two scenes, and they're deliberate for sure. They're deliberate. Yeah. Well, and, and hopefully it has the opposite outcome, too, because all of these Seems like. people died. So here's hoping <laughs> that Carol doesn't get everyone killed. <laughs> all I know, and this is all I'm going to say out loud, is that unfortunately, I know I have knowledge that I, I shouldn't have. Not, not spoilers. I'm not saying, but like Uh-oh. the cast has talked about there's a lot of death. And it may well be, and I don't know, may not be, but it may it may end up being that Carol's actions have dire consequences. It may be. There's no other character that's acting as reckless as she is. And there's also the illness too. Sure, fine. But I, I I'm again, I'm trying to be trying to hedge my because I, I said this to some somebody the other day I, today sorry today this is why i don't believe in karma but like the show has a way of saying like just because you do something that may get your group killed doesn't mean that they're going to get killed like it's dire right. you, they don't always have dire consequences it's just like why would you do it why would you risk it like, and her it's like mm-hmm. herschel's like you take a sip you risk your life <laughs> like like anything you do can risk your life but like so i get it you know so i'm yeah. trying to be like you know, but like also, don't tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, let me. Let, it I'll, might be okay, but why risk it? <laughs> right, right. And I'll hand to God, like if if this all works out, I'll be like, okay, all right, cool. But let's not do that again, please. It's like it's like it's like driving with <laughs> recklessly without lucky. a seatbelt. Yeah, exactly. You got lucky. Yeah. How many times? How many times yeah. are, is that going to work? You know. Yeah. Anyway. When will your luck run out? Yeah. Walkers are dangerous, people. Walkers are still dangerous. And it's never been more yeah. evident from this, from this episode. Talking Dead does make note of, and, and I noticed this as well, like the role swap Daryl and Carol have 
So she's saying, why aren't we enough? And Daryl, mm-hmm. when talking to Rick, it's almost the same way. Why aren't, why weren't we enough? Why did we have to build this community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more sympathetic to Daryl of last year, a little bit, because there's there's a value in keeping your the people you love, you know, like your group tight-knit. A That's, small group. That makes sense. He's just making a declarative statement. Yeah. But she... And I'm just saying this out loud, and I want to see what you feel about this. And because we need to go back and deconstruct what happens, but she is making a declarative test of her of his loyalty. Almost, she's like tugging at his heartstrings, saying, "Why aren't we enough? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to care about the community? Why why do I have to worry about everybody else? Why aren't we enough? Enough." <laughs> I guess I think I I think I yeah I think I okay I was gonna say I think I took that scene a little bit differently than you like that's fine as long as her and Daryl are there to solve this problem no one else needs to be involved like they are smart enough strong enough capable of handling this situation on their own so they don't need anybody else Daryl wants the backup he wants help and she's like "Mm, I think we got it it's also if you believe her when she says we're just gonna find the horde and then report it to the council which if this truly is a scouting mission (laughs) right and and that's in question too honestly I'm I'm doubting my girl right now I don't really know what's going on up there either but if this truly is a scouting mission then then the two of them are enough I mean if they're just gonna go scout a location find the horde report back then they really don't don't need backup for that right but everything if that's truly she, what she's thinking right it will go kind of back to the bonus content there are some things that she does is that deliberately puts him into a corner where he has to choose between you know what's right you know what we ought to do and like what mm-hmm. what she knows will put pressure on him as a loyalty to because she because we all know dogs dog knows how loyal daryl <laughs> is to carol you know he smells it all over Daryl, and so when you back him into a corner and you, it becomes like about Merle. Let's say about loyalty to Merle, or like moments where we've seen in the past where, you know, maybe it's not the safest choice, but if it comes down to loyalty, I'll be there for my people. You know, like I'll be there for whomever. Yeah. So at first it was Merle, the second it was for the group. And then all, the whole time, Carol, you know, I'll do it for the community. I'll do it for you. You know, I'll, I'm loyal like that, yeah. like a dog. You know, it's funny. So she knows that <laughs> she knows that like if he if she backs him into a corner and this it, this will get me enraged later on. But I, I do. Let's walk through it because I'll <laughs> tell you exactly the moments. I will admit her her plan is sound. Like objectively, it's sound. Like if you just follow mm-hmm. it to the letter, you know, as the episode unfurls, you get what she's trying to do. She's prepared. She may, she's she wants to know about the horde and whether this what she thinks is true. Oh, they are meeting here. Okay, that's cool. Next thing on my plan, taking a hostage. Because I'm gonna bring this up to you is like do you think she was intentionally going there to get the hostage or is like oh if i come across one i'll i'll you know and if i'm you know i have a little zip tie on me it's like what the fuck why isn't it in your bag i yeah yeah i don't know if the intention was to capture but i think she was going to take the opportunity if it presented absolutely which is why she came prepared yeah. but i don't know to go there planning on capturing one of them i think would have required a little a little bit more planning because okay now you captured them now what where are you going to take them where are you going to put them like I, if if that were the intention but if she was like eh, i'm gonna be- go check it out if i happen to run into one of them i'll snag them up <laughs> yeah, but i think i mean you you'll have to admit that the fact that she hid it on her person she you know she left mm-hmm. she left him with the bag intentionally oh of course to a of see course. that there's nothing in there but also to see if he'd actually do it right mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I mean, and, and knowing I think that, anybody would have, and knowing that he would do that, it, it's not even it's not even a loyalty test. She knew he would do it. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, this is how smart Carol is, and this is just me, <laughs> like seeing how she's thinking five steps ahead. She's like, she knows he's gonna feel bad. Now I can get him to do what I want to do. And who is Daryl mm-hmm. to Carol again? Can you remind me? Her best friend. Yeah. Do you do that to your best friend? I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm seriously so infuriated. Why would you do that to your best friend? See, this is this is where this is where my faith in the character comes in. Sure, I don't I mean, me know too. why. But like, I'm I, at, in I the don't moment. know why. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I cannot justify that. I can't. But but I'm so my faith bad. in her character. I'm seriously, so bad. I no. I I'm like no. I totally. I I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it. And 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 I and I would too. But this is where my faith in the character comes in. Like I I can't I, I need justify you. that action. That's, that's I really can't. That's what I'm saying. Right? I need but you I have, right now. I have. I have faith that she she knows what she's doing. I I'm waiting for the rest of it to play out. I think she's smarter than we even realize. Sure. <laughs> um, hmm. I think she I think she knows what she's doing. And and whatever it is that That's she's planning, Daryl's not gonna. Daryl might not understand. It might sound crazy if she says it out loud, but it but it might work. Whatever think, it is might work. I think he knows full well. The problem the problem that I'm having is that. She she is so determined that she is willing, ready to burn every single bridge she that there is to get it. Yeah. In a calculus, again, no doubt she's smart. I'm, like I said, objectively, yeah. it, her plan is sound. Problem is she's not including anybody in it by design or not. I don't know. That's the other thing about it. But she's definitely smart. She's definitely all the moves she's making gets her to where she needs to be. What you know? Yeah. And and she, the, I know that the way her plan is set up is so that like if even if Daryl says no, she'll find a way to to figure it out. And I even note that in the next episode, yeah. when she realizes that she's cornered by the council, and she's like, you know what? Look, I even I have limits. She'll find a way to go around, get Lydia, and you know, get her to take them to where she needs. To. That's what I'm saying. Like she is undeterred. She has yeah. a backup plan. She's there's nothing that's going to stop her. And that's the thing. Daryl is aware of that. I, I want to take a step back because I want to sh- show each violation to Daryl along the way. Uh, in a way, like, like <laughs> I, I don't know. Because I don't think it's worth it to even talk about like the Connie thing. Because I'm just so mad, <laughs> like, the, like how she brings up Connie and you need somebody in this world. I'm like, bitch, yeah. you left the king at his at, at your at you both of your most vulnerable. Like you're such a hypocrite. Yeah. And, like you're you're talking all this smack about him and not going for Connie and everything. And well, so, I think she's 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 like a lot of us, and she's good at giving advice and not taking it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I think good she point. even know she even knows. You know, she probably would be better off with the king, but that's not that's not her. She can tell Daryl what to do, but she won't take her own advice. Yeah, I think she's still operating off the old rules, right? Like, like, oh, I'm the person who has the, you know, the like the emotional maturity, right? Like Carol. Yeah. And and Daryl, oh, you're still this. You're a little boy. I need to guide you through life. (laughs) Meanwhile, I think Daryl's just taking it slow. (laughs) Like, like, like he's not ready. I, I have never. This is, I almost don't even want to say this out loud, it, but I've never I I been more convinced that they're well, not just, I've never he's been holding more, out for her. Well, that he is head over heels, stupid in love with her. With Carol. Like just, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just dumb, blinded, head over heels in love with her. I've seen that. And he's, he's not going to say it. He won't, he won't say it. I think she even knows it, which is why she's like, no, you need to go hang out with Connie some more. Go, go check on Connie. Go, you know, I, I, she's yeah. driving that home because she sees it too. 
so you can see this in a multitude of ways because again because of the way that's filmed ooh they just pull this making you want to pull that slot even more that Carol slot C-A-R-Y-L <laughs> slot Y-L <laughs> so I get that and I've seen people do that but here's the thing so I see two things right I see one a person who's saying oh let's go to Connie this, there's, this mm-hmm. is this is burnt toast this is no good this is no bueno don't, don't hold out for me <laughs> The second there could thing be is, a lot of reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, because she's just, I'm damaged goods. I'm doing this thing and I don't want you to get hurt. Yep. Meanwhile, you do. Fuck you. <laughs> You're dragging Daryl along for this ride. Because you, you say you don't want I don't think she wants anyone else to get hurt, though. No, I know. She wants to do this on her own. Like, she tried to leave on her own. But and if he she was does, like, But if she doesn't include Daryl now, if she doesn't include Daryl now, no. he's going to get other people to stop her. That's the thing. Now she needs to rope him in. Right. 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 Now she needs to keep him is? close. Otherwise, he's right. Otherwise, he's going to bring more back up. Diabolical. Yeah. It's diabolical. I mean, literally the word. Diabolical okay, but, or genius. Yeah. Diabolical <laughs> in, infers <Yes>. genius. <laughs> yes. It's very calculating. Smart. But evil. Yeah. Okay. But let's take out the judgment and keep going because because um, <laughs> I do want to. I'm I'm going to highlight all these things and it. You should be as mad as me. That's the thing. That's why. <laughs> Don't be feel what you want to feel, but I kind of actually want you to pull me back from the abyss. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. But I also note that, like, okay, the way that that scene is also filmed is kind of like, okay, maybe so. Like, you got the whole thing about him being head over heels in love with her, but you could also look at it in this way, like, maybe Daryl's just. And I did I mention this in the last episode because I thought I did, but like maybe Daryl is just kind of also looking at her as a model. Like if Zeke and Carol can make it work, or may, if Carol can make it work with somebody in general, maybe he has oh. some po- sort of hope for himself. You mm-hmm. know. But I think part of that is like you know I'm trying to push, you know, trying to get these two people who are clearly hurting very badly to kind of like find a way to heal, you know, and then maybe they can exist in the world and, and solve the problems that they're plaguing them, you know. Yeah. After that, I wrote, all right, Daryl's got good eyes for a 50-year-old. Because <laughs> he goes, it was that. And she has to kind of go, that? put the ball with the binoculars. With the binocular, yeah. She's like adjusting them. She still can't see what Daryl sees with his plain eyes. <laughs> it's like, you don't, you don't see that? <laughs> well, okay. In all fair, he is a tracker. I mean, would he not be trained? Uh, he could have been That arrow. would fall under that. That, yeah, I, I that get would it. fall under that umbrella, wouldn't Maybe. it? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't. I know. love that comment though. She's like, I've I've been paying attention over the years. I picked up a few things. I can track. And then the next scene, <laughs> snap. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of when I hear that. Because every time I watch that the episode, I'm like, snap. <laughs> That's all I hear. Um, did you see? Um, did you see Oscar's post today? No. Oh wait, no. of him like almost killing yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, he he was the one in the forest looking for Daryl. Yeah, but definitely when wasn't Darryl his was voice by the, though. By the tree. No, <laughs> definitely not his voice. I was gonna ask him that too. No. Nah. Why wouldn't but, they just use his voice? Yeah, it, it was on the uh, New York Comic Con. He was like, he every time he take he does a take, they just use ADR. <laughs> Like they make him do these like fifty takes in the end they use ADR. Somebody else does the voice. It's so Oh true. my gosh. It's so funny. He he's really frustrated. He wants to kind of be the voice. Mm-hmm. Well it would make sense. Yeah. If we're seeing this whisperer, I want we should hear the voice that goes along with it. Nah uh <laughs> because then you can use different voices. No. I mean I mean it, it's look, if they didn't use different voices, you'd be out of you'd be out on your ass. <laughs> you know, like if you think about it. If you use the same body with the same voice, dying all the time. Yeah. Like, what is, wait, is it yeah, the same guy from the last season <laughs> that died? <laughs> um, right. 
but uh so <laughs> yeah, this is, that would, yeah that wouldn't go well yeah this this here's the frustrating part like okay since when are we not enough okay in some ways carol is kind of turning into alpha like she is she's being calculating like alpha i mean look at the way she she like she okay. and beta kind of treats their soldier their sterile soldiers you know like <laughs> they're just props to to you know put them up and in some ways she kind of uses daryl as a prop like so okay the capper like the double capper cute mm-hmm. but you know, you know daryl's like like okay i've got this you know look maybe our luck will be with us you know it's your plan's mm-hmm. dumb but you know as long as i'm there i can keep an eye <laughs> like he's thinking i can keep an eye on her at least keep her safe right meanwhile she's like oh as long as he's there with me he's not going to tell the council and stop me it was really just kind of like a loyalty test. Okay, she says, since when are we not enough? And like he goes, well, you know, like if we mess this up, the community is going to pay for it. Pay and she, for and, it, yeah. And then she goes, we've already paid. This, and it's like, yeah. like digging the fucking oh. knife in a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was the line that got me. But that's the line that also gets him. It's like, mm-hmm. are you not committed? Because I've paid for it. I lost my son. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you not loyal? Because we know Carol also. Like, she is capable of emotion. However, she's also capable of trying to get whatever she wants. Like, do you remember all the single, all the times she was a chameleon at, at Alexandria? All the times that she, um, like, on the, remember that we, met, we mentioned that scene that she, when she was out on the road trying to plead with those guys, she mm-hmm. had the rosary and all that? Yeah. You know what yeah. she's capable of. And she, <laughs> I think in this moment, she's pulling the same shit to Daryl right there. But I also think that Daryl yeah. sort of kind of knows. I mean, in a way, at least it's a signal to him. Oh, she's not going to stop. No matter what right. I do, she is not going to stop. This is my way of knowing, oh, this is not the same Carol I'm used to dealing with. She's right. full on committed. So I love her. I'm going to try to ma- at least keep her safe. Yeah. But it doesn't stop there. Yeah. I mean, obviously she's she's lying to Daryl. I don't know yet if she, she's got to know that he knows her well enough that he's not buying it. Right. But she's still doing it. Like she's still manipulating him, even though they both know what's going on. Yeah. Like he yeah. knows she's lying. She knows he knows, but they're going to keep up this facade for some reason. Right. Right. And it's like, and I even wrote down from here on out, it's an exercise in A, staying ahead of her shady moves. Like for real. Because B, he needs to keep her reckless ass safe. And what does she do with that? She knows that's what he's... She knows that, okay, the jig is up. Now it's just a matter of getting him to to sign on. Like, to keep signing on to this. Because he knows me. I'm crazy. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But that's the thing. And then and then the test with leaving him alone with the bag. Loyalty test failed as was planned. Um, right. Because she knew he would fail. For sure. And he knew he would fail, too. Like, fuck this. And that was enough to chink the armor. That was enough to chink his armor. It's like, oh, I just, I fucked up. I fucked up. And so now that's exactly Looking where she wants him. Yeah, that's exactly where she yeah. wants him. Because he's damaged. And she's taking advantage of that. She, He knows that Daryl's loyal to her. Like, no matter what, he can always get her to default back to being loyal to her. And that's mm-hmm. what makes this so knowingly, like, she is using him. She's using him. And that made me so mad. Like, she knows he comes from damaged roots. That's the thing. Like, the yeah. roots of his tree is upbringing. So does, so does she. So does she. 
they I mean they have they have equally traumatized backgrounds I suppose I mean, so but she should know better she should know better than to, to force him into a situation he would never do that to her he she, wouldn't no no I no and she knows that he would she I should mean, know that he wouldn't in fact he's been know. enabling I mean, her this whole season Carol, too yeah Carol has definitely done her fair share of reeling Daryl back in I mean we saw it way earlier on that was her job was reeling him in and keeping him close to everybody and now right. we're seeing him do the same thing for her so i don't know i guess it's i guess i see it as more of um a return favor she's she's losing it and whether or not she's even aware that she's manipulating him she needs him and he sees that like she's losing it and he needs to be her clarity for a while yeah i think we've talked about this somewhere along the line that like i don't think all relationships are equal i mean like no, like like somebody always gives more, right? Or does things differently, and maybe somebody makes up or in a different way, right? Like it's all about harmony, mm -hmm. right? I I think every mature yes. married person knows that it's not about equality; it's about harmony, having some sort of balance, right? Okay, I'll even do in, in a good friendship, you have that. Yeah, it's not always equal. Like maybe I, I'll <laughs> hear this person talk more. But on the other hand, they'll be there for all my gigs, let's say, or like if I do a singer song or anything. Right. So there's a there's a harmony. Like in my yeah. in my house, it's like I'm I'm the one to take out the trash. Period. I take care of recycling. <laughs> all you know, my wife will do the cooking. It happens more often than not. Mm -hmm. Fine. But I'll always be the one to clean after. So it's all it's, there's like balance imbalance. You know, she does one thing. She she makes the coffee every morning. That's awesome. Like I always yep. appreciate that. There's a, there's a a French pass for me every morning. That's awesome, right? I don't do shit. Like, I love doing it, but, you know. So that's the thing. When I apply this to Daryl and Carol, okay, so maybe Daryl will have to deal with her, you know, being this way, like taking advantage of him clearly, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe Carol is going to have to reel him in like a dog on a leash. It's like, okay, no, 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 Pookie, take a step back from the ledge, okay? <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> like he was not like a nuclear device in a in a knife fight, you know. He wasn't like that. That's true. He was like a maybe he was like he a, was only gonna hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, take some people down in the process. Like yeah, he was like a wild dog, yeah. right? He right. would take a, a couple people out before killing himself, right? By evidence mm -hmm. of the fact that he would he would get shot every now and again. <laughs> Going back to the unequalness or the disharmony, it's like well, he's gonna have to deal with her trying to manipulate him and disrespecting their their loyalty and their friendship and. Maybe that's just mm -hmm. the way it is. Fine. That really does cool my depths a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it just doesn't seem right, you know, to piss I on also, your friend. I I just I really I really want to believe that she's not that she's not even aware of what she's doing. Oh, I know she's not aware. I really I don't I, think I she's think aware. I think she's yeah. Of what she's I mean, throwing it's happening. Away. Obviously, it's happening. Right. Yeah. Like you like you said, she's got blinders on right now. She has one clear mission in mind and she's going to achieve that. She's going to achieve her goal by any means necessary and she's doing and saying whatever she needs, you know, like, you know, she doesn't want Daryl to, to go back and tell people what she's doing, so she's going to keep him close. Right. She's going to she's says I, I have my friend's support here and I'm going to hold on to it for as long as I can so he doesn't tattle on me, but Right. Yeah, but I just, using him. I see, I look at her and I see someone in such distress that she doesn't even, she, I mean, if they had days of the week, she wouldn't even know what day it was. Right. Like, well, she's so don't. spun out. <laughs> but you know, it, it also kind of, yeah. I kind of want to take a step back because it also does kind of remind me of Carl confronting Negan. 
will she have a figure like Carl mm. in her life? Is Daryl that person? I don't think so. Cause I don't think, yeah. The evidence that we've seen this whole season so far is that he's enabled her every step of the way. He believes in her. Yeah. Just like you do and I do. I do. I believe in her. Yeah. I believe that she will find a way to step <laughs> back. But every episode just wears away at me. I'm sure it wears away at Daryl, too. That's what gets me. Oh, yeah. So, like, going back to Carl and Negan, it's like, Carl was the only one to get him to think for a second, when did this get away from you? And after a while, when you look at yeah. Carol play these moves, you start to say to yourself, when did this get away from you? When did you have to destroy every single bridge you erected to get to your objective? What was it for? And when you finally get what you want, you're going to look behind you and go, I destroyed every single thing that I had to try to get my son's killer. And even he's not around to yeah. appreciate it. I have no Ezekiel. I have no Daryl. I have no Michelle. I'm not definitely gonna have Michelle or Gabriel. Those fuckers hate me. Right. Like it's like it's like they would literally pull, pull like a Rick at the prison and say "fuck you, goodbye." You, I'm, we're not gonna kill yeah. you. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Can't stay here. Yeah. You know, I see your face. You're like very sad, and I am too. It's it's really yeah. sad. Like I, I, how far are you willing to go to get your objective? And and will people forgive I'm, you for going there? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, can you come back from yeah. from those actions? I'm hoping whatever is going on with Ezekiel is gonna kind of bring her back to reality and and focus on like, oh shit, there's there's people here still that I need to think about. Like, I don't know though. Like, I really don't know how she's gonna take the news. The only way I can see her getting to pause is Daryl going. Uh, Zeke died. Yeah. Like, and maybe she doesn't even yes. care about yeah. Zeke the way she ought to. But I think there, like you said, there is got to be a part of her that is like another person that I loved, at least loved. I've lost. Mm -hmm. That's one less person in the world that is gone because of this or, or, or she's going to think because of this, but yeah. Or at risk of losing. I mean, something, something's got to jerk her attention back to reality. Something. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if, it, if it'll be Zeke or or whatever we see going on in the next episode. Yeah. I don't know. You're talking about the sickness? Yeah, whatever whatever's on her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm look I was looking at that also and I'm not I'm like wondering if that's just bad like just guts and stuff cuz Yeah, I the second time I looked at the picture, I thought maybe it's not like boils. Maybe it's just I think it's just guts. something that's on her hands and then on. Her, yeah, it might not even be attached to her. All right, I don't even know. I don't know what tor torture she's doing. Me. Yeah, that's uh, I'm. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I wish her ill will. I'm just saying like I'm thinking she's doing something to this guy and. That's what's on her right now. And I'm frightened for him, actually. <laughs> like, more <laughs> for him. I love the Carol character so much. I mean, she is so versatile. I mean, she has every side to her. I mean, she's the villain, the hero, the mom, the sister, the wife. The, she's everything. She is every, she's everything. She plays every role. <laughs> right. Another part that comes into this, and it's like, I do love her, but I also love the other characters. And if what she does threatens the lives of, of the other characters around her, then no, fuck her. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dual role of, of having to love that person, but also realize, okay, I love you, but there's a point where I have to back away from you. <laughs> it's just like, I yeah. love you so much that I just have to back away from you and kind of give you the middle finger right now. Because, because you need to step off. You need to step back from what you're trying to do, or at least include other people in that plan. That's all I'm asking. Mm -hmm. 
let people know what you're yeah. going to do and say, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. And then at least we have some sort of knowledge about what's going on so we can prepare for the fallout in case it happens. Yeah. Because that's the only thing, that's the only thing that really that put me over the edge is that like, at least if you're going to say, fuck you anyway, I'm doing what I'm going to do. Okay, well, at least now they know to kind of, okay, should we prepare the walls? Should we... Should we at least tell this, the whispers? Uh, she's a lone wolf. Uh, you can do whatever right. you want. <laughs> we don't know her. <laughs> exactly. Like you saw her on the border. She's untethered. She is crazy. Maybe yeah. you should adopt her. I don't know. Maybe they'll take your. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Right. She's probably going into this thinking she's not going to make it out alive. She's going to go down fighting. I don't know if she's really thinking about a fallout because maybe she doesn't see herself in an aftermath. Yeah. So you're playing the whole. Um, she's so fucked up that it's like a walking disaster. Like, but that, that makes it all the more important for like, instead of Daryl enabling her, you know, knowing that she's a disaster, right? Yeah. To, to like put up every single roadblock that she can to, to it, not in her way, but like in, in the path of any fallout from any of her actions. Like, okay, I can't stop her, but I can at least mitigate the damage. Like I can at least try to prepare yeah. for the event, for the, the possibility that what she does is going to make all of us suffer. So instead of enabling mm -hmm. her, well, like, okay, do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I mean, obviously, obviously in Carol's mind, she's not going to fail. Like she has a plan. She's going to execute it. It's going to, it's going to happen how she planned it. And right. that'll be the end of it. And you, I think in her mind, God's ears. <laughs> right. I mean, right. It all looks good on paper right. and it all makes sense when you lay it out like that. Obviously that's not how it's going to go. Cause that's never how life goes. But right. I, she could be thinking like, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to end it and I'm not going to make it out alive. So right. I don't need to involve anybody else. Cause I'm going to take care of this when I've taken care of what I needed to, I'm going to, I'm going to go down fighting. And so she's taking care of everybody in, in her mind. Obviously right. it's not right. going to go this Always. way. Always. Right. But in her mind, right, she her saved everyone mind. by sacrificing herself. Right. Meanwhile. Her twisted mind, right. Right. And now here Daryl is like following her along and she's like, dude, you're kind of screwing up my plan. Like I'm trying to do this lone wolf style and now here you are and all Trip right, well, I guess you're along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, you're along for the ride now too because if I let you go back, you're going to tell everybody what I'm up to. <laughs> right. So I might as well rope you in in any way possible, you know, disrespecting our friendship exactly. in the process. Right. Gotcha. Um, right, right. Because she's on a one-track mind. <laughs> when they reach a point where the twig snaps and whatever Carol's mm. plan kind of goes awry, or maybe that was intentional, maybe. Mm -hmm. could, maybe. Could be. Right? To mm -hmm. attract the walkers slash whisperers enough so that they could... And make her break and separate. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I separate. didn't even think about that being intentional. Right. And, 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 but it and could have been. Remember, Daryl was like, you got to get back more. You just got to go back. Uh-huh. You know, this is a reconnaissance mission. We were supposed to get info on the herd. And she's like, right. no, no, we're staying here. Like, hand motions, we're staying here. Uh, and then snap. And then, again, could have been intentional. Okay, they separate. Now, what happens? What was Daryl's rules? It was three rules. Well, I remember the, if we get split up to meet back... At, at the border. Right. No dead walkers. Be safe. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, those ones, yeah. Leave no tracks. Don't be seen. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm thinking. I'm like wondering <laughs> if she gave a flip about any of those rules. Like, maybe she wanted to be seen so that she yeah. can capture the thing, and then... And who knows who, what other whispers saw that. And so I'm, like, thinking to myself, this is what mm -hmm. I'm thinking of when she's like, oh, Alpha, fuck you. I guess we're going to your guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you saw me. Oh, yeah. 
I can just totally <laughs> see that happening. Because, I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, I know you have faith in her, and I do too, but it's like, it, I, like, there's the assuming that this, the twig snap was real. And then there's assuming that, right. like, and she was acting, like, really reckless. It's like, dude, if you're really spying on the horde, like you said, you promised you were and going to tell on the council, well, you could do that back there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. fuck this shit. Yeah. So, like, everything she does is making us trust her less and less and less. Like, even though she probably knows what she's doing, she is not in the right, right. mind. Like, as much as I want to trust her. Yeah, I think, I, well, I think the, the writers are taking, they're trying to take away our faith in her. And then all of a sudden, we're, you know, we're going to find out the big finale and we're going to be like, oh, she knew what she was doing all along. No. I'm just not, I'm not tricked, I'm not tricked so easily. I, I have faith my girl knows what she's doing. Oh, I got my fingers crossed as you speak. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm, you know what, that's fine and I'll be okay with that. Like, again, I don't like that she had to go there to, to get it done. It doesn't make it right. To, to snatch a, a to whisper? destroy her. Her, her friend, her best friend's relationship to get oh, what she wanted. I mean, do you think their relationship is destroyed? I no, but get I think that at all. I don't think it's destroyed. I think he's. I think he's doing his best to keep it together. To be honest, like I, I really do think she's yeah. like taking advantage of his loyalty to kind of get what she wants. I don't know. Maybe we're capable of more than we say we are. But like, I would never lie to my wife to get something I really, really wanted that I know that she, I shouldn't have. That's, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'll be honest with her and say, I really want that thing. And I'll try to convince her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, when you can be honest, there's no point in lying. Yeah. But there it's, must But there must be a reason. See, that's where my faith in Carol comes from. There must be a reason that she's doing this. I don't but, know what it is yet, but, but then it's not worth I, it. I trust that it's like, for a good reason. Well, I mean, how, how worth it can it be? You know, and, and, and when, when was Daryl not enough to get it done? Right? She did just spend three months away ways. from everybody. Yeah, mm, that's a good point. It's a good, it's a good point. There was a bit of separation there. <laughs> Three for months planning this shit out. <laughs> decent amount of time. Well, yeah, Maybe. yeah, no kidding. She was all happy and but... smiley coming back. Oh, because she knew that she'd start her plan. <laughs> yeah, again, she's like, all right, I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> but then again, then came the dreams, and so see, there's like little things that make me doubt that. Yeah. Like the the dreams came. She must have had been having dreams, or maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was fine. But coming back yeah. has brought all the shit back, and so I think. That that's not, that can't be accurate, right? I mean, can't we ultimately blame Daryl for not letting her get back on the boat? <laughs> she wanted to leave. Let's be honest. She mm. didn't want to be here. Yeah, that little bit Darryl of Rick. pretty much made her stay. That little bit of Rick in him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, We need you. We need to bring need our communities you. together. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Michonne, Michonne was too. Like we need, She said that in the woods. She said um, she needs to be with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I agree, but I'm just, I mean, I she didn't want to be there. <laughs> like, yeah. She didn't want to be there. She wanted to get back on that boat and leave again. Yeah. Well, we we don't agree because we're selfish and we wanted to stay yeah. with us on the show. Oh, yeah. It's like, but like, we don't think about her <laughs> mental health. We're the assholes. That's what it comes down to. We're yes. horrible. We're yes. horrible and selfish. We love Carol. <laughs> we want to we see her like, fuck Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, mentally, right? <laughs> Sorry, I got caught in my brain. It's, Crickets. I was working something out. It's like, oh no, that's all I can see now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But now I, 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 mean, I started I gotta... thinking of a three-way. <laughs> oh Daryl. Everybody's happy. Connie, Carol, and Daryl. Bonus content. <laughs> Bonus. No, that's, go- that's staying in the mix. <laughs> that's staying in. Staying in. We're going to clip that up. 
<laughs> it's gonna be playing on our on our website. <laughs> on repeat. It's gonna be on, uh, gonna be on YouTube, kids. <laughs> and then we'll be accused of child bullying again. <laughs> Somebody's gonna remix it, and then it's gonna be ringtones. <laughs> Kill these kids. Fuck. <laughs> you remember that? We're going to get canceled, yeah. Exactly. So canceled. Yeah. We're going to get kicked off the internet. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> worth it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go out with a bang. Uh, <laughs> Literal. <laughs> sort of. Right? Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I do want to go back to the question, though. Uh, this was intentional. That was her plan all along, right? To whether whether the twig snap was intentional, that's up to debate, right? Yeah. But the... But her trying to capture Whisper, that was her plan all along. She played yeah, Daryl like a I, fiddle on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm I think I, I think I can jump on that train. Yeah. I think that was probably her intentions. If it happened, it happened. I mean, she wanted it to happen, but yeah. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna say that, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I wrote this and we've been classically calling her reckless, right? Does this move Some a little of bit? us? Well, but you know what? Wait, you, I heard you say that. Like blinded by, I, I said blinded by rage. That's yeah. way worse. She's still trying to calculate exactly how it is to be the most effective. She's intelligent, clearly. She knows the moves. Mm -hmm. She's taking advantage of everything, but she's also sacrificing her friendships in order to complete the obje objective. So, so the reckless doesn't even, like reckless implies, and this is what we said before, reckless implies, oh, she's not thinking at all. No, mm -hmm. I said this, this goes beyond reckless because reckless implies, okay, no thought, try, just trying to get what she wants. No, there's thought. In her calculus, she's saying, okay, I could risk my friend, my friendship with Daryl in this moment because that's going to get me closer to what I want. She's making a decision. I don't know what the word is to describe what's going on now because now she's making a cost-benefit ratio of, okay, if I do make this move and I keep Daryl on my side to try to get what I want, he's not going to go back to council, but I have to basically chip away at at him in order to get to it because he's gonna find out when i bring this guy back that i fucked mm -hmm. him over ma majorly so she's taking mm -hmm. a calculated risk here and and trying to i think maybe in the back of her head let's put ourselves in her shoes let's be fair right she's thinking to herself is our friendship enough to last this moment probably right yeah is it is it strong enough you see in the next scenes in the next in the next episode that their friendship is going to continue to be tested to get what she wants out of this guy. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting to look at this episode and look at the last episode. Was the last episode the one with the Gordy song? It was Silence the Wars, Heaven right. I Know. Right. I feel the like that... Episode four had Gordy in it, yeah. Right. I feel like that episode and this episode go really hand in... They're like brother and sister episodes. Because the first mm -hmm. one is all about bonds that will always be forever, but will, but you have to be okay with them floating apart. And this episode mm -hmm. is bonds that are being strained to their limit. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of I like the yeah. idea of this, of like how this is playing out. Because there's an overall theme of this happening throughout the whole season so far. Of like relationships being tested, bonds being tested. Magna, Yumiko, Luke, Kelly, mm. Connie, Daryl, Carol, Beta, Alpha. Everybody's being tested. Loyalty's being tested. Mm -hmm. People are getting paranoid. You know, community cohesion. It's crazy. That's what it takes for this season. That's what the season's all about. Daryl realizing the rules that he sets, and he's pinned in a corner. He has to snap the walker's neck so it doesn't move anymore and doesn't talk anymore, and still mm -hmm. manage to get the guts out while it's still moving around, sorta. And he's frightened, and that made me even more mad. 
by the way. When I see, yeah. when I see yeah, him, I mean, he's holding the knife, he's shivering. That's the, that's what really got, got me. I'm like, shit. What if he had died? Yeah. What if what? she had gotten him killed? Right. Could have well have happened. Not only that, there's a lot of things going on in his mind. And from his perspective, he's not thinking about that in the moment. Like, oh, what if she killed me? Mm-hmm. He's not thinking of that. He's thinking, yeah. I better keep these rules. This is new Daryl now. This is not reckless Daryl. Like, I'll kill everybody mm-hmm. and get hurt in the process. <laughs> no, he's like, if I fuck this up, this is going to go back to back to the community. The horde will be released. Everybody will die, including Carol, including me. You know, Judith. You know, all these kids. You know, all these kids that have, all these old people that we are taking care of now. Like it's on me at this moment. I'm being. I'm put in this fucking position because of this bitch. No, he's not thinking that. <laughs> but like, he's thinking it's on me. All of all of a sudden, all at once. And I'm trying to think of any moment where he's taken that on 100% fully in the moment. And I don't. I'm trying to think of it, and I don't think. He's ever felt that the weight of that responsibility all at once in that moment. I don't think so. I don't think he's been tested in that way. Because even even when he's on take his knees, care of, having to take care of everyone. Well, meaning like mean? having to think of everyone with his actions. Because I'll tell you, it's such a oh, stark contrast okay. between him kneeling with Negan's bat, uh, you know, breathing down everybody's neck, and him taking mm-hmm. a bold swing and knocking him and trying to knock Negan out. That was right. crazy. So look at that contrast of that. Like him, I'm afraid to rage out, roid out. <laughs> and like <laughs> last right? time he did, someone actually did die. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so I, I'm thinking of all these things are probably swirling around in his brain. I don't want to get Glenn killed again or Abraham. I don't want to get yeah. the people in the community killed. You know, the council needs to know about this. I got to still yeah. take care in that of Carol. Moment, well, yeah, that's exactly it. In that moment, his thought isn't, oh, God, she's going to get me killed. His thought is probably, I need to, keep I need to make sure she doesn't get killed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fucking he's God. not even thinking him. about the possibility of him dying. He's, I'm, I'm positive he's thinking, I need to... I need to save her. I need to, well, not save her. She, no, no, but you no, know no. what I mean. I, I need, need to, to look come out for check her. her. Yeah, exactly. So now he, yeah. this is yeah. what's this. I'm going to do the last swing and this will probably get, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking this may get you on my side. What is she thinking right now? I'm like emotional. Like what uh, is she thinking right now? So no during, thought, like that, during that whole thing. In or that moment, what do you think? In what do you moment, think in that moment that she's thinking of? Not uh, him. I don't want to say what she's, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say what not I think she's thinking. That's all I want to say. Not Daryl. That breaks my heart. Because she knows, she knows she he can take care of himself. But as you can see, he's terrified. Right. And and I and then in that same moment, I think is of, he? I guess I I guess I didn't. Yeah, rewatch didn't, that scene. He didn't look. He's he's. I, I guess I'll have to watch it again because he's terrified. Absolutely terrified. Okay. And for a variety of reasons, like not pure. That fear. seems really dark, and so I didn't get a good look at his at his face. I'll I have encourage to watch everybody it again to, when, to like, watch turn, that scene. Turn the like brightness up again or something. I don't think yeah. I got a good look at his face because I didn't. I didn't get the impression that he was he was afraid in that moment yeah I, 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 I he handled everybody. it so well he did he was i mean quick yeah. thought but like at, at, you know but like right. he couldn't help himself from his hand was as he's holding the dagger he's shivering you know he's like this okay. yeah it's it's a tough watch because i guess good. i saw i guess i saw a movement but i thought he was like a you know adjust like adjusting his grip yeah. like type of like one of these you know yeah yeah i, hear I, I will i will i will have to go back and watch it again because it, it was like i said it was just can, very dark you can I hear the shallowness of, of his breath too that's what got me mm-hmm. and then i flip back to that oh, what is carol thinking now i think carol's thinking now's my chance yeah <laughs> i'm thinking of two things right now i'll tell you what it is <laughs> one the more serious thing is i thought of carl getting bit while trying to take out walkers with Sadiq, and i kept thinking to myself yeah. any moment in mm-hmm. the apocalypse our number could be up no matter how capable we are 
And so, right. and Daryl and Carol are not immune. No, you're not enough. You need to bring. You need to make sure you bring backup. You know, like you're like a buddy cop film. <laughs> you got to call for backup. Now, but right. um, especially in the zombie apocalypse, what are you fucking crazy? <laughs> okay, so. But the second thing and the less serious thing is, I thought of the Hillary Clinton line. <laughs> it's oh, no. like with uh, Gaddafi. We came, we saw, we, we came, we saw he died. Like it was so, like that's what I'm thinking Carol is thinking. Like, I got oh my him. Gosh. I'm bringing him back. <laughs> like, Daryl? <laughs> da- oh, well. Oh. Uh, but, oh, you know. my gosh. But like, no, like maybe it's too, like I'm just, I'm playing. Like obviously she'd be, I don't know. I, <laughs> I know, she, I know she'd be devastated, but maybe yeah. that would be the thing. But why does it have to get to that point, right? And and if he and if he was a hundred percent okay, and he is, it mm. never crossed her mind that something could happen to Daryl. Not at all. And that's what gets me. Yeah. And here Daryl's like, well, fretting. I don't. I want to make sure she's safe. I don't think it would. I don't think it would cross her mind anyway because she knows he's so capable. I mean, he lived in the woods by himself for six years. He's capable. Yeah, but they weren't whisper. Well, maybe they were, but. We, they didn't know at the there time. There could have been. Yeah. <laughs> but there could there be, yeah. yeah. They could have been everywhere. Yeah. But I don't, I, <laughs> Is she thinking that's the cost of doing business in the apocalypse? <laughs> I mean, if so, well, like it doesn't mean that you have to worry about that somebody's going to die, but if you're going to definitely purposely put them in a situation that is, you know, fought with peril, it's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, like you said, I mean, in the apocalypse, any day could be your time. Yeah. So, I mean, but really, knows- every li- every day is a gift. So. She know she know she knew full well she dragged him into that situation though. After covering what we covered, it's like she knew she was deliberately yeah. putting him into that situation. And if she didn't regi- like, let's say something did happen, he got bit. Very least, I mean, at some point she's gonna have to register that on her conscience. Yeah. You know? How 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 could she have avoided him coming along though? She would have mm. had to tell him at the gates what she was actually doing. Right. I but mean, he kind of he kind of pushed his way into the situation too. Like yeah. he didn't really give her much of a choice. He he said, "Do you want company?" But he really should have said, "I'm coming with you." <laughs> right. But he's had good good evidence to be like, "You've been pulling some shit." Oh, that she needs some. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but I'm saying I mean and maybe that's their way. I don't we know. We can't we can't say we can't say Carol dragged him into it because no he was gonna follow her. He was gonna follow no matter what. That's but that's the problem. Carol knows that. That's that's where the taking advantage part comes in. But she, it wasn't gonna stop her. It wasn't gonna stop her. And it would it wouldn't stop you. It wouldn't stop me. I think, if I if no if I had wouldn't. a mission if I was on a mission I I, I would be on it. Here's here's the distinction. Here's the the clear distinction. It's the difference between letting him go and calling in the council, and then finding a way to do a loyalty test to get him to come along purely so that he doesn't go to the council. That's yeah. the difference. That's the clear difference. Like you see the move she's playing by leaving the bag, knowing he's going to rifle through it. Aha! I got you where I want you. When were we not enough? So it's, there's it's the series of events that gets him to come along, and after that she can do whatever she wants because she clearly doesn't listen to him. She's clearly yeah. saying, "Look, you're too close. Step back." He's like, "I got this." Like, snap, yeah. and it's like, "Aha! Uh-huh. Right where I want him." It's like she doesn't I give don't... a fuck. She doesn't give yeah. a fuck. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm a bit more of an oblivious person, but I watching it, not not one second did I think she was manipulating him oh, in boy. any way. But now I'm hoping that in now any way. I've I've laid the groundwork. So if you do watch the scenes again, you're like. 
She knows full. I mean, I can play them back in my head. I mean, I know. I mean, I can see some of the spots where you're talking about, and and I could, you know, I could say, okay, sure, I could, I could see, I could see that, but I don't know. I just, I, it never. And again, this could just be me being oblivious. Like I, maybe I don't recognize those things, but I, that's not what I saw happening there. I'm sorry for you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I'm I, I'm sorry for you. I'm, I'm sorry that you see all the stress on this relationship. Yeah, I, I mean, you see the stress. You. There is definitely like you can't. The only thing there's you can't say definitely is there's definitely stress. a strain. Yes, on this relationship, mostly Absolutely. due to Carol's actions, and I'll accept that. That I w- that I I'll will concede. That. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beyond that, that's all. Like, yeah, that's me seeing things there that maybe not everybody sees it's fine well which is why i brought up the fact that i yes maybe she is manipulating him but i don't know that she's aware that she's doing it because i didn't see it yeah the only thing (laughs) i want to say about that is like we both know how calculating she can be so i yeah i mean at first i was like yeah that's why i was saying before like i think this moves beyond reckless because to say that she's being reckless is minimizing her in my opinion Mm -hmm. because i think i know she's smart i know she's she she knows the moves she knows what what's required and so with that in mind it's kind of like saying she knows what she's gonna have to do to get daryl on board she knows exactly what she needs to say what situation she needs to put him in to kind of get him to come along and not go back to the council to get them to stop her and she knows exactly what she what needs to happen thenceforth to kind of make sure her plan goes out without without a hitch daryl be damned is what i'm saying she knew that she was going to have to risk her friendship with daryl to a point not even to a point i don't know if she she saw a limit that's my question i don't know where the limit is i find myself like just sort of repeating a lot of the same things even in my notes beta doesn't trust negan negan's loud Although like the, those are my notes. <laughs> as I'm watching this, I'm like, doesn't this don't doesn't the way they talk kind of remind you of the Heapsters a little bit? Like <laughs> Kurt oh. statements. Like and the Heapsters yeah. are like one word, two words, but like <laughs> Uh-huh. Like the Alpha is, Alpha is the only one who really gets to talk. Like even Beta's kinda like, He cannot be trusted. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> you do that really well. <laughs> that's the best I can do. That's really noise constant. Noise. <laughs> So, but the only thing I wrote was... I mean, he's not wrong. Negan is loud. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I even wrote something down about that. But like, like who... uh, So I wrote down in big letters, who is being tested? Negan or Beta? Oh. Oh, right? If you think about it. Yeah. Both. Both of them. They're both being tested. Yeah. I mean, Alpha even says, when he says, he's a a threat. And she says, to Alpha or to Beta? Right. (laughs) Yeah. She sees, she sees what's going on. Yeah. I think she's trying to keep him in line right absolutely like she, line. yeah yeah oh yeah and negan's She's putting like, the squeeze don't, right don't back. think you're yep don't think you're not replaceable beta mm, oh that's harsh oh i'm feeling for him why am i feeling for him ah, it's terrible <laughs> because because we love him <laughs> and we want him to be a good person yeah i feel man. like they're plant. i feel like they're planting seeds for at least some, some, I mean, maybe not the one I want, but for some whisperers to jump over onto onto our wagon. I mean, they are talking about better life with us, and you know, they have food and beds and babies. <laughs> <laughs> actual, actual babies. Oh, this actual could be, babies. This is good. That we a, don't have to be sacrifice. Great in a pit. Yeah, like in a pit right? with coals. <laughs> I'll see, go, baby. <laughs> it's so tender. Oh. Pigs suck. This is the new pig. <laughs> yeah. The other other but, white you know, meat. They didn't. 
<laughs> right. They didn't have to include that. That right. you know, they didn't have to include that scene, but well, they which, did. So which I scene feel like the where the when the when the whispers come up to um, uh, Francis and are like, oh, we saw. Um, was it Francis or was it Gamma? Or no, it was Francis. When Francis, they're talking uh, about Gamma's sister. Sister, yeah. Oh, we saw the the the, the livestock. They're and saying, the, mm-hmm. hey, some of us have been talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that little seed. Yeah. You know, some of us have been talking. Right. Exactly. We see that they have a better life. You know, things like that. Right. Trying to make her feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. Things things mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes. And Alpha and Beta mostly, I think, knows this. I think that's why he's so distrustful because every now and again they have to kind of like beat authoritarian beat them into submission to kind of adhere to this weird kind of communist society. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the state the state is supreme and <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> but it all goes back to loyalty bonds right like mm-hmm. and so bonds, Niga, yeah. and, and so beta is like squeezed in the middle like it's a squeeze play like alpha is kind of almost punishing him to deal with negan negan's kind of giving it right back and it's like fuck man all i try to be do is loyal and and then when yeah. she sees him like does does beta want to be the alpha he's panicking he's like i don't know what to do i i i'm nothing without you what the hell you know, I'm not. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to point out some shit, just like the other guy tried to before, <laughs> unsuccessfully. Right? I mean, in, in some ways. Am. Yeah. What makes Beta so special, though? Also, also like their bond. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. <laughs> You're right. 100. percent But like, but maybe Alpha is making him aware that, like, like you said, is like at any given moment, I could snap my fingers and you could be just like that guy. You know, if right. I deci- if I like, decide to. Right. You're only this much more special than the rest. <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't that kind of like a signal to us that Negan will be taking his place in a way? Beta? Yeah. Beta? Uh, for Negan to take Beta's place at Alpha's mm. side. This, this kind of I go- think that's what Negan's trying to do. Well, it's, well, I'm just saying even Alpha's saying that to Beta, the way that she said mm-hmm. it. That's kind of almost, almost a signal to, to us that... Beta's not expendable, but like Alpha's a megalomaniac. Like she's such an egomaniac. Well, this, yeah, this is a complete power trip yeah. for, for her over, over Beta. Like yeah. going back, you, didn't you also say it, it was part punishment for Beta yeah. to be testing Negan because, because he's been questioning her judgment so often lately. She's like, you know what? Fuck you. Like you need she's to remember box, who's bitch. in charge. Yeah. You need to remember who's in charge here. And yeah. I'm going to, you know, here's your punishment, you know, hang out with this doofus all day and <laughs> be annoyed. Yeah, you know. exactly. And then, at, and then at the end, when 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 Negan finally kneels to her, right, which was like, whoa, what a moment! And and by the whoa. way, there was a, there's a line before that, like how he's talking to Beta about kneeling. He's like, I never, do- mm-hmm. I, I've had people do that for me, but I never did the deed myself. And yeah. You see, at the end of the episode, he kneels like just straight it's a, away. It's a big deal without yeah. being asked. And then she comes over. And I'm like, and my first thought was, Carol and I have, have been waiting for this moment, right? Like, I'm, I'm like so sad that she's not here right now. Me but too. we've been waiting for this moment between Alpha and Negan because that moment when they finally meet was going to kind of give her and I sort of an idea of where this relationship was going to go in comparison to the comics. Mm-hmm. So when this first happens and she kneels down and she gets really close to his face, I thought, don't kiss him. <laughs> I really like for like a split second. I'm like, don't kid, like, why would you do that? But she, well, I mean, she would do it in front of Beta to what just hap- drive him more nuts, right? What happens in the comic, though? Is it is there a similar scene? 
No, 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 no. There's not a similar scene, but just the dynamic between the two, between Negan and Alpha. Well, mostly Negan, Negan towards, towards Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. As we've spoken about last yeah, episode. Yeah, more than that. But she also she also kind of plays into it too. Like, I don't know if, if it's that she likes the attention or if, it, or if this is just part of her ploy in the books, but she does kind of play on that. Like, she recognizes that Negan finds her attractive or is at least... I don't, they're both playing each other so it's hard right. to keep it all straight but he's you know acting like he's finding her attractive and she's acting like she likes that and so they're sort of playing that off of each other but I don't I don't see that dynamic on the show which I'm glad for because I think Samantha Morton is playing this character in a completely different way than than the comics and I like it and and I want her to continue doing that I think if there's sort of, sort of this flirtatious attraction between the two of them it it'll take away from from the alpha character that we know right because you yeah. can even say i mentioned this comment briefly in the la- i think it was in the last episode that bob kirkman's vision and voice is sometimes sometimes a little bit more male centric so his character sounds like <laughs> sometimes sound like, a little bit <laughs> so they look like they they look how males yeah. would see them they or would idealize them and they sound kind of like and by the way Chuck, you know the guy who wrote Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk, right? He he does that too. I've read a lot of his books, okay. and his his female characters sound a lot like men. Okay, like as much as he's probably like a the, a big ass feminist, his he writes his characters like men, like his okay. women characters like men. So sometimes, and sometimes that's why I, I always try to pay attention to the dialogue and like. Okay, do these women sound like women? Do these men sound like men? Mm. And do does the writer can they write in like in different kind of gendered like voices? Like a guy, mm. a girl wouldn't say "suck my dick, motherfucker." Like uh. I mean, well, depending on the character, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. But like character independent, like when I see like I don't think I don't think that that woman would say that. Like that yeah. particular woman would say that the character that you're trying to build would say that that sounds like if that character was differently cast as a man would say that like that with those traits <laughs> sounds okay. like a man right, right so this could be a distinct moment where you know as the showrunner is angela angela kang and then scott gimple is, is has been pretty receptive and, and working really well with all the other producers gail ann hurd uh, denise mm. Huth, also women I can see. I mean, in looking at looking at Samantha Morton, like God bless her, she's a terrific actor. The way that they they're building her character visually isn't as comic book perfect. Obviously, she's a beautiful woman, but she's not obviously you know the idealized Bob Kirkman comic book drawn figure. Let's just acknowledge that, right? Correct. I would agree. Yes. Yeah. Having that in mind. And having the voice idea in mind, like how we draw female <laughs> characters in mind as Bob Kirkman would. And this is not, it's not a slide. It's just a, it's just a, something I notice, right? <laughs> this is a good female empowerment moment. Like stop making it, stop having a pissing fight, you two. Like this is what I'm going to do. Like so they might mm-hmm. take this in a completely different direction than what we were expecting it to go, which might enable the moment where like, okay, Carol could take her out or might enable the moment for them to go in a completely different way or have her stick around longer than she should or take beta mm-hmm. out for us before alpha, that sort of thing. So I it's can't. something to consider, right? Like but my it heart- would be cooler. Definitely cooler if if they kind of take her female power, like her her intelligence first of all, with all she's doing, the religion of the whispers, how they built that mm-hmm. out, and how how much power that has behind her, and then to move that forward. 
and make the men look like idiots for pissing on each other the whole time, <laughs> right? This is this could yeah. be, yeah. And, and that would kind of almost. And there's always this little power in trying to get your audience to kind of n- not really root for the enemy, but kind of be like, "Damn, girl, like, yeah. damn." That's a boss move, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If what I want to happen doesn't happen, then Beta's going to be killed. Right. Because <laughs> he's a bad guy. I mean, that's what happens to bad guys, right? Unless you're Negan. He's a somehow. useful idiot. I mean, unfortunately. Right. I would love nothing more than to see Ryan Hurst join the cast forever and ever until the end of the series. Right. If that happens, I would be ecstatic. If not, I'm probably going to cry for another nine weeks like I did after Glenn died. <gasps> No way, really? I so you do like, see how I'm, damaged he is. Like he's unrepar- irreparably damaged beta? as a person. Yeah. Well, which is going to make it even worse, right? Oh, so because he's so innocent like, in a way. Be- yeah, I mean, he's just this like innocent puppy dog following Alpha everywhere. Like he doesn't even have an identity. His identity is to do her bidding. I mean, we, you you said it earlier. You right. know, like that's it. That's that's what he. Who is he without her? Right. Right. And and if he dies before he gets the chance to know who he is with without her like that is gonna crush me absolutely crushed isn't that interesting right okay okay look at the way alpha has beta wrapped around her finger Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're not gonna like this but it's the very definition of taking somebody who's unstable and 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 manipulating them to their ends so like i then i like looking at the way this is why i said what i said before about carol kind of taking a playbook from alpha like you're manipulating your best friend Mm -hmm. to get to to get to your aims like you and like you're giving him a purpose like okay he's not ratting on me but like Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) now he can assist me in my aims like because i worked him to the point where he's he's useful to me and so that's why I noticed that parallel, like, oh, wow, this is this could get fucked up if this keeps going. Or if Daryl doesn't snap out of it and just say, just finally puts his foot down and says, which he tried to do, <laughs> God bless him. Like, he really tried to do that in this episode, and I really kind of commended him for it. Like, he's trying to be this, what he really believes is, like, this is the way to go. Yeah. I honor Rick this way. It looks seems to be working. Negan's even admitting it to Brandon in the last episode. Yeah. And that ain't a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this ain't no joke. I mean, I do like when he finally steps out and says, look, Carol, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to get some backup here. Come on, man. Like, yeah. finally, after her, watching her take take those pills and, and like, try to keep watch. <sighs> okay, the knife, the knife breaking again. His pig sticker breaking, it oh, breaking yeah. again. I, try, I keep trying to think of what, what, that, what that means, by the way, that that happens to him twice. And I, the best I can think of is, oh, it's a running gag. <laughs> 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 Everybody hates Negan. <laughs> right. Or all knives yeah. hate Negan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any extra meaning to it other than other than exactly what it is, which is an, an added challenge, especially yeah. for this episode, because he was surrounded by walkers. What the hell happened, dude? I, I think I, I need a little bit of clarification here, because there weren't no dumpsters for him to roll under. So what happened there? Yeah, he I was mean, surrounded. <laughs> you know, whatever did happen there, he seemed to walk out of it. I don't know if he walked out of unscathed. He looks kind of gaunt, actually. <laughs> like, like as, as badass as he looks, he's kind of sallow. He's like, his, his face is kind of white and pale like have you know did you notice that no oh just watch it again Uh -uh. it's kind of it's a little like after like you're you're kind of like oh yes (laughs) you do have humongous balls (laughs) oh my oh my this is probably the only episode that i was like "Hmm, negan (laughs) (laughs) ever right right and you're like almost like should i i don't i don't think i should be feeling this way (laughs) i feel i feel a little bit bad (laughs) i don't have a fan but i have a hand (laughs) 
That's why but, I keep this around. But then, just yeah. in case. But then after I look at his face, I'm like, oh, he's he looks like he's done for the day. Like, can I can I get an extra? Can I sleep in, boss? You know, like he looks. Yeah. I think it's the contrast of the blood around his neck and face, and then like oh, that could be. Yeah, <laughs> contrasted with his face color. <laughs> He looks kind of fucked up right there. He probably is a little bit fucked up. That was a lot. There were a lot of walkers. That was a lot of walkers for one person yeah. to take down. Yeah. My big yeah. balls. Um, with 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 basically no weapon. He had to find a log. <laughs> yeah. It didn't look like a log by the end of it. But it looked like a big ass femur. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it kind of had Lucille's shape. Oh, oh God! It was yeah. I guess so. Like it's like slightly in a bat form, you know, narrow, little wider towards the end, but still branchy looking. Right. A gigantor, yeah. <laughs> Lucille or something. Right. That that log was thirsty. It looked it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my uh, gosh! It was gross. Picked a good log too. Yeah. Actually, I called it log log seal. <laughs> log seal. <laughs> yes. It's log seal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give myself a heart yes. attack one day. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. Coined. Oh. And I feel, I feel like it needs to be pointed out. Pointed out that the uh, so the whisperer that was hunting uh, that shot the arrow into the pig is the mm-hmm. one that shared the the meat Food. The, the pork with Negan, and mm-hmm. he shouldn't have. And was right. the one that Beta subsequently uh, slashed the throat of when he left. Yes. Him, when he made the joke, is good. I guess no, I guess you're not. You aren't leaving here alive. You know. So right. Did you make a joke? Oh my gosh. Kind of towards the beginning, even when Negan and Beta are walking, walking wherever, and he's still blindfolded. He mm-hmm. he he makes a comment, and Negan says, "I've been locked up for eight years by your enemy." Right. So he Two plus makes eight. a definitive time reference there. Two plus eight. Yeah. We're, we're hitting ten. We're hitting ten. So we're so, on that line. So from the middle of season nine to now, it's been two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm thinking more along the lines of All Out War was just a little over two years. Like, sorry, not All Out War. Everything up until All Out War was about two plus years, just give or take, right? Add six. We could go all night on timelines. You're right. Add six and then another year, <laughs> year and change baby plus season change for what happened. So like we're on the, we're almost at the 10 year mark. Just put it that way. That's mm-hmm. a, so I love how they're fixing it along the way. They're kind of, Oh, okay. This is how far we are. <laughs> like Almost by that's, fiat. Like we're 10 years in. Right. That's what they'll have us believe anyway. But if that's true, then Judith would be much younger. Oh God. <laughs> she she's my she judith is my is my time marker oh you you sappy mother you she's how i well she's how i keep track of of the timeline yeah well i mean i'm going by i'll just go by because at at a certain point you're like okay it's gonna be whatever they want it to be it is it really is because exactly which is that shit which is why we could go all night on timelines (laughs) i i you know what that's the thing like i i so I don't see this often anymore, but I used to see it more often like around the lost days and then henceforth, like people trying to catch shows in, in plot holes, quote unquote. It's like, it's not really mm-hmm. a plot hole. If you want to get caught up in the details, by all right. means, let, let, why don't you let ruin your own experience? That's fine. Are you, are you kidding me? It's all about the story to me, man. 
even even with all these little things that don't quite add up, I am still so incredibly impressed with with how well it still does line up. Like, right. yeah, there's things I could that we could sit here and poke holes in, but for the most part, it. I mean, everything tracks. And then on top of that, fear tracks. Yeah, surprisingly so it, well. It, right. So it even with these little things that I don't quite agree with, it is still incredibly yeah. impressive. Like choices, how, right? Like, yeah, I mean, oh, we can criticize yeah. choices, but like at the same time, like, okay, the, it's like the timeline tracks what they're trying yep. to, do, to do. Seems like it's tracking, but I kind of like the world that they're they're building. That's the thing is, okay, maybe everything doesn't jive perfectly, mm-hmm. but they're trying to build a world, and it's sometimes if you get lost in the details, you you it's almost like you're ruining your own experience. It's like okay. Yeah. This is going to be a bad analogy, but I might as well. Like, okay, like, <laughs> let's say, you know, you're having sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. If you're okay, gonna, this is going to be good. If you're going to concern yourself with the temperature in the room and how that the light is hitting you a certain uh-huh. way and how, ooh, I've got an itch on my elbow. No, put that shit out of your mind. Just do the sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> the sword thing. Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> thinking too much about details that don't really matter to the to the main storyline. Right. I mean, focus yeah. on just, okay, focus on distracting yourself enough to get through the thing. I mean, not to get through the mm-hmm. thing, but I'm just saying, like, just to get you, keep you in the moment. That's right. the thing. You know, it's right. not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. Overall, with, with Beta and Negan. But I think both Negan and Beta kind of tip their hand as to what they're after. Like, Negan in Droplets goes, I'm not here for you. I'm here for Alpha. Yeah. And and no matter what you think you're going to do right now, he's kind of like goading him and saying, mm-hmm. no matter what test you're going to put me through, it's ultimately not up to you. You can right. put, I can fail your tests and I'll still appeal to Alpha and I'll still win. Like th- yeah. and that's that's the old like she will override you because he saw that shit early on when he kneeled. He's like literally telling Beta what you did was what you did. You just fucked up right now. Because yeah. now I know who has the pants in the family. Yep. And yep. no matter what you put me through, she's not going to listen to you. She will listen to me. It almost would have been wiser for Alpha to let Negan believe Beta was the leader. Right. I think Negan would have sniffed it out anyway. Well, as a, as a leader, yes, he would have instantly recognized another, another leader. He would, he would have figured it out pretty quickly that he wasn't, but, right. but it's, I mean, it would have been smart to try and do that <laughs> instead. Right. right. But. I agree. That's, that's, <laughs> but then again, that would minimize her in front of her peers too. You know what I mean? Like their thing is about I'm dominant and I know it. And everybody knows it. Dogs know True. it. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't True. jive on the narrative level, but no. On that note of people around her, everything that Negan does is on full display to everybody around them. And don't you think that there aren't other saviors along for the ride, the Whisperer ride? Oh, 100%. There are saviors in with the Whispers. Absolutely. There are people under those masks that know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you think Probably that, a good, good number of them. A good chunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you think that Alpha and Beta know that? No. Ooh, they don't know what they're after. No, they have no idea. Well, because they don't, they don't care where people come from. Yeah. They wouldn't have asked. They wouldn't have asked who were you with before we found you. They're so deep into their own fart smell that they can't. <laughs> see, you know the whole thing about their religion. Yeah. yeah. That they can't. They, nobody. Are we brainwashed them to death. They're <laughs> not going to think of anything else. Right. Our way is the right way. Like, oh wait, you so, want out? Okay. This just popped into my head, what? and it's kind of sick. How many of the saviors do you think are wearing other saviors' faces? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wow, and that and the answer to that question is first of all is definitely yes. Well, 
I don't know. I think it's definitely a possibility, and it's definitely happened. Um, but that will say more about how, what they've had to become too mm-hmm. to survive. Could you imagine somebody walking around with like Simon's face? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't Can it? we get a? What, what if we missed it? What if there was a Simon mask and we missed it? We completely missed it. And they could still do that, right? I mean, just because he was a walker strapped what? to the fence, they still could have taken his yeah, face. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. yeah, so the fence came down or I don't know. Who uh-huh. knows? Oh. He wasn't there when Negan went back. You know what, though? He was gone. Do you remember the, do you remember the beginning of Fear of the Walking Dead season four, where the communities are kind of planting plants and stuff like that in, at the mm-hmm. sanctuary? They probably took care of Simon. Oh, true. Yeah, That's right? true. That's, That's true, yeah. Aren't, aren't you a little sad? <laughs> There's yeah, no Walker you're right. Simon in the world. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have just, like, released him either. They definitely would have put him down. Oh, man. <laughs> Simon, go free. You deserve it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it. Go live your, go live your Walker life. Live, live your truth. <laughs> Live, live your best life. <laughs> live your zombie truth. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Sir. He's like, Arr. bye. Remember, remember Walker Simon? He was like, <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> he was like, he was like almost full on. Oh, remember Lost Boys? The the how the vampires were acting in Lost Boys, like. Vaguely, they would like oh, stick their tongues out. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> like somewhere, oh like God. like some sort of eighties punk so version weird. of a vampire. <laughs> That's what Simon reminded me of in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Well, and it's always tough when we see the human and then they turn into a walker and they have to like uh, oh, do like, the you know do the walker stuff. <laughs> like Merle as well. Like Merle as, yes. a, as, a, as a walker was very distinct, right? <sighs> Oh, you just kicked me right in the gut with that one. Sorry. Because I instantly, <laughs> oh, the whole scene just played where he looks up and then and then Daryl does his what's in the box face. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. And then and Merle going. <laughs> getting up all slow. With the, with the stringy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that, was, that was hard. That was a but hard yeah, scene to watch. Too. We wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, we didn't want to see that, but yeah. But yeah. we paid good money to see the other thing. <laughs> we wanted to show because we're again we're terrible people <laughs> we drag <gasps> these people through the dirt sorry i please. just had another random thought in my head oh please you know the, the best the wi- well the whisperer that shared food with negan mm-hmm. maybe he was a savior that's that's what i'm saying yeah. though. that's what i was leading towards <laughs> yeah he shared with him because he knew who he was yeah we also know like, i just some figured things. some of them were decent humans <laughs> yeah well we also know some things that we can't t- talk about like about particular actors that have, that have made this backstory for themselves that's and, true. and it involves that sort of like it's that's not like we true. know plot details, no. But we just knew that one. That's interesting. We can't say anything about that. But now we kind of sort of can. Can we? I mean, <laughs> Should not, we? No. That's that's we Probably did it. Not. It's already done. It is done. <laughs> as a, as a theory, not a confirmation. Yeah, as a theory, right? Yeah, it's a theory. Yeah, <laughs> theories are great. You've not confirmed anything. No, no. It, we don't, I don't, th- we don't, I don't really think know what's going on. I don't think it was a confirmation anyway. I think it's kind of like what I was asking um, at least like Dufour. a personal backstory. Yeah, I was asking okay. at least Dufour at our New York Comic Con panel. Like, mm-hmm. I know that some people will get a a little index card of like what the what they think their life was before. Like, what you know, a little brief so to give them to give them motivation in the present while mm-hmm. they're acting. Yep. And so I asked her, "What? Who was who was Frankie beforehand? You know, what, what has she been through during the time jumps? You know, all that stuff. Like, so what do you imagine she is? You know, like, so that's how I treated that information that we re- 
received mm-hmm. during Walker Stalker. Gotcha. Okay. You, were there, you were there, right? I was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Going to the point, it kind of deals with, okay, well, what if there were saviors is among the whispers? So mm-hmm. that's, and that's really the, the extent of it, really. Like, there has to be, ha- there has to have been, uh, maybe even like half of the whispers are former saviors. Right. I wouldn't even go if, that far. If we find out that some of them were saviors, maybe we'll get a little hint as to what happened to the fall of, of the sanctuary. Which is about time, because I didn't forget about yeah. it. We got nothing from the saviors, like other than Jed nothing. and the Marauders. Knowing that, or knowing the possibility of that, that really does kind of affect how the story could go. If you think about allegiances and loyalty and bonds and and strained relationships and stuff like that. Because for all we know, this whisperer that that Carol and Daryl have captured Mm -hmm. could be a savior, right? Could be. And that, to me, is really – it kind of brings it all back around again. Like, okay, how far are these guys brainwashed? Knowing the savior ethos and how far it would take to break them and out of this Negan cycle only to go to this whisperer cycle. And it's like (laughs) – Oh, they just brainwashed me two times. Like, ooh. I think it'd be pretty easy to make that leap, don't you? Yeah, I mean, but- if they if this person was once codependent on <laughs> oh my God. this person, they're like, hey, we I I realize they they left you, but don't worry, come over. We got we got, we got yeah. somebody better. It's like going- I think it'd be really easy to to switch their allegiance. It's like all those stories about like oh Jehovah's Witnesses leaving. Leaving that to go to like MLM marketing scheme, multi-level marketing schemes, like pyramid mm. schemes. It's like, what the? <laughs> oh, you leave one cult and go to the other. Yeah. By golly. <laughs> no, but like, you know, like, but it, it, like how how much does somebody have to go through to kind of like finally take their life back? Oh, boy. Like, and so, mm. like, and so you see that a little bit on display in the, in the teaser. It's like, oh, God, this guy even talks like a believer. It's rough, man. He says something in the teaser that I that I just wanted to throw shit at my TV. Yeah. You ignore the truth when it's staring you in the face. No, he says Alpha loves us. I no, she doesn't. I would Alpha never th- betray Alpha. <laughs> she I what is he she I love her as all. she loves us. No. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. You, you don't feel anything. That's that's the premise. You don't feel anything. So how could she love you? Well, Shut she's <laughs> she's the alpha. She's the mama bear. She's the like. This is how they they see her. She's the provider. She's a protector. She's this doesn't mean she loves them. I think that's how she convinces them. You're like, oh, love is action. Love is. How can is... you feel nothing but then also love people? Hmm, that's a good point. This kind of reinforces the fact that it would be like a savior. Like a savior that wouldn't quite get what it took to be like a named person in the whispers or something. Like that. Yeah, because they could are. Because we mentioned this last week, <laughs> like how stupid or like how how like idiotic and brutal they are, right? And or also how psychotic they are, or or oh, like the savior, like, yeah. socio- like sociopaths they are. <laughs> y- yeah, we were talking yeah. about how the savior sort of attracted a certain certain type of flavor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Can I get the savior on Rye? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Which was kind of ironic because Negan himself wasn't really one of those guys. Right. Like he he they could be useful, but he wasn't in that same mindset they were. Yeah, he he always figured out a way to justify his actions. Oh yeah. Like in some ways he was a, a sociopath. In some ways. Cuz if you have to try to convince yourself to to do bad things, you are a sociopath. <laughs> Because you're you're trying to create these firewalls to get yourself to do bad things to justify your actions of saving people, quote unquote. But like, how far did you have to go to do that? I don't know. Would a sociopath need justification though? 
Yeah. Uh, no, psychopaths don't need any justification. Well, They're they pure. don't understand right or wrong. Right. They can pretend, but... They can pretend. Yeah, they have no firewall. A, soci- a sociopath could, could mimic as well, but... Well, sociopaths convince themselves that they that they adopt an, an ethos, but they, they get it all jumbled. Psychopaths have no stops. They'll no. pretend that they do to fit in. Right. That's what makes them scary. <laughs> <laughs> A psychopath goes, okay, what would a normal person do in this situation? Ah, okay, I'll, ah let's I'll do, do that. that. I'll do that. <laughs> so I can get what Should I want. I, I think I might be a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you have self-interest. What would, a normal, what would a normal person do? Oh, you have stops. <laughs> Stop it. You have stops on the train. I just think it deserved mentioning that I'm in love with Dante and there's a part of me, <laughs> I'm in love with him. Like, not, I just love the levity his character brings to the show. It is so refreshing. It's like, please, more bravado. Please, please, I love it. <laughs> like flirting with his patient overtly. But like, it's you've funny. Heard the, you've heard the, the, the whispers. Yeah. And here's the here's what I have to say about that because the theory is a common theory going around in internet land is that Dante is actually a spy for the whisperers. He has infiltrated us and is working for Alpha. Now it has legs, but it the- it does. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> right. But here's here's my thing. I love how the show has a way of transmitting or transferring the overall paranoia and suspicion that the Alexandrians have onto us as viewers. <laughs> right. So that's that's what I love what they're playing with is like the fact mm-hmm. that it's entering into your mind means that it gives like Angela King enough of an exploit to hack your brain Mm -hmm. because there's going to be points at which and it appears that this is the case that Daryl is punching the shit out of Dante in his office it looks like it yeah And, and it seems like that's all everybody needs case closed he's a whisperer spy but here's the thing they wouldn't lay their cards on the table like that knowing that we know he's there Dante yeah yeah I actually, I didn't think, I mean, yes, the theory has legs and, and, and I hate saying like, oh man, it totally could happen. And Carol, I bet hates it more than anything else. Right. Remember her reaction? (laughs) Right. Dante will be with Maggie. That is final. It's happening. (laughs) It is happening. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have the ride. I'm kidding. Sorry. I was just unexpectedly just like, oh wow, that was unexpected. Hammer down. Um, okay. Well, some, well, somebody had shared that, shared the picture of of Daryl like up holding Dante. his hair up, right, and then punching well, him. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously like an action shot, right? right like he's right. A, like in mid punch. Um, and and that's what they had commented was like, oh, is Dante a spy for the Whisperers? And I and I thought my first thought was no, he's the one supplying Carol with her caffeine pills, and Daryl found out. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, the dealer, and he's yep. frustrated with Carol, and he's taking it out on somebody else rather on than Dante. On, on Carol. That's a mm-hmm. good thought. I love your theory. I love it. That makes so much <laughs> more sense to me. Um. I was even just thinking, just playing, hacking the audience's brains into making you think that he's a whisperer spy is like, oh, we got him. We got him. We got to play yeah. with this now. We got to play with our audience. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how do they know so many things? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe they really are everywhere. Maybe they're not. They're in the fucking, <laughs> the, right? the killer is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, I mean, we could pretend for a minute that he is a spy for the whispers, okay? Right. As a doctor in the role that he's in, how is he going to report anything? 
anything back to her. Being so busy too, yeah, and yeah. watched like in watching right. other people. Right? How's he? How's he supposed to observe anything when he's too busy curing everyone? Yeah, that's a good point. And where does he find the time to get out at the middle of the night? Where does he sleep? Does yeah. he sleep? I don't know. If he if he's not there spying, maybe he's there to kill as many people as he can, and maybe he's inducing this illness. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, okay, let's assume that he is a spy. Maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe that he's not even a spy. Maybe he he's just there as a plant to kind of wear people down. Mm-hmm. But that's that's why I think it's another reason that the show is hacking the audience because it's trying to get get you to think what if. But we saw Gamma dump the guts into the river. We yes. know we saw that. Yeah. And so everybody's thinking, oh, that's, they couldn't have gotten them that sick. It was definitely the plant. Like, you know, the, 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 the sleeper agent. Sorry, the sleeper agent Dante. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking an actual plant. Okay. No, gotcha. I know. I'm sorry. That's yeah, why yeah. you changed the words up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scene in the in the trailer that gets people to think, oh, Dante's a plant. But it's also mm-hmm. like the Zidig's PTSD. They can't believe that somebody would be this fucked up about a horrific event that happened to them. And I think that's great. I think I think that's great that people are in disbelief because when they actually see it happen in what they say is going to, or at least see a lot of it in the next episode. Next episode, yeah. They think they'll understand what Sadiq is. I hope. I hope he's going so. Through. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm a little worried that what we see happened is going to be a little underwhelming. I am too. Uh, like it's not going to pack the punch for what necessary. he's going through. Yeah, for what he's going through. I mean, he's obviously going through something. I just want the events to to reflect that, and I want to. I want to at the end of the episode be like, oh man, yeah, I okay. Yeah. All of Sadiq makes sense now. Yeah. Everything but if it's through. not, yeah, what I don't want to feel is really, dude, that's it. And you're, this is what you're like, that's you, what you I don't, don't want to have to happen. You don't want to have to feel that way, but you're not going to be able to right. deny it. But, and you know what, right. you know what the additional pressure is? Hmm. It's, it's a cuddle, cuddlets directed episode too. <gasps> really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I was going to be so like, exciting. is he up to the challenge? That's, that's, oh. But he did a really good job with, um, remember that's that, uh, the episode that he did last season, um, with Rosita, uh, in the woods. Uh, running away from the whispers, and Eugene was oh, yeah. hiding. Eugene, that one, that yeah. opening scene, that that was him. That was really yeah. ratchet-inducing terror. He did yeah. a really good job, and he also did the episode with, um, you know, the, the episode with Luke and Kelly and Connie defending the hilltop the ti- a few episodes yeah. ago. Was it Silence oh, of the Whispers? Oh, that one. Uh, yeah, right? I think it was. Yeah, I think that was Silence of the Whispers. So that was him. He's directed a handful of episodes. That's pretty terrifying. And they've all been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, now he does. Now the the reins aren't completely in his hands. I get that. It's a lot of a lot of it's him and Nicotero kind of jousting okay. and you know seeing what works best. But it's it's mostly him. Hmm. So I can see this being um this could be a good terror episode. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I don't think we're ready. I don't I, they're like ready or not, right? Here, Sadiq comes. So I think since I've so I knocked out um, Light as a Feather with Caitlin Aiken, and I also knocked out Tagged with Caitlin Aiken. I'm a little worried having watched all these other shows with her. I'm gonna see. I'm, we're gonna see her again Sunday, obviously, because yeah. you can't have an episode about what happened and not have her there. And I'm a little afraid that seeing her again, like it's gonna hit me a little bit harder this time. <laughs> Like that she's not around, yeah. And it's good. It's good because ha- after not seeing her for so long and seeing her, yeah. it's like when we saw Sasha again, like in these it, Sasha, sh- less Shane, but more yeah. Sasha, like Herschel. Oh my God, waterworks, man. Like in, in last year, it was yeah. rough. 
Sasha didn't get Sasha didn't get me at all. Sasha fact, got me. It's the line. Sasha that got didn't get me. me at all. I I was so pissed to be honest watching because, this because you were like, it oh, that should be because it wasn't Steven Yun. Yeah, yeah, it should have been. It should have been Steven Yun, and that's all I kept thinking. To be totally honest, I'm not even sure I remember what she said. I was I, so I def- livid I defended, in that moment. I defended that scene in uh, our episode last year. You should listen to that because I I gave a good case for why Sasha. I gave a well really the good only. Case. The only acceptable reason is that Stephen Young wasn't available. <laughs> That's the only answer I will accept. No, he refused. <laughs> He he literally Did he? refused. Yeah. Why? I don't even know if he was asked though. That's that's the only. I I remember he was asked about this question and he said he didn't want to come back or something like that. I I think that's what the answer was. But I also think it doesn't make sense. Glenn would be to have. Glenn would be a good gimmick. But the point Glenn... was the point was it wasn't a like you could listen to the episode again, but like. It would be a great gimmick, but the whole thing was it's not it's not supposed to be a gimmick. The whole thing is these people represent key um, key moments in time, but key but key reasons why they say what they say. You Are know? you uh, Glenn? Well, first of all, Glenn could represent a multitude of key moments in Rick's life and everything. Not to mention the the biggest impact. I mean, Rick probably besides Daryl, Rick probably feels the most responsible for Glenn's death. I mean, no. all of them really, no, but nor uh, Daryl feels the most responsible for well that's what i said besides that's why i said besides daryl <laughs> right rick probably feels the most responsible i mean but it's yeah, less, I, it's less about the regret though that the thing is like the reason why they chose sasha williams is she represents the ultimate giving herself up mm-hmm. to move the story forward to move everyone forward that's why Kinda. they chose her literally completely in that no, moment, i mean yeah i mean in her, moment, her sacrifice her sacrifice didn't work, though. No, but it was just enough. It was just enough to to create a wedge. That's yeah. what it was, and that. And, but it and, didn't. It didn't do what she wanted it to. Yeah, but that was enough. That was what she was saying in in her th- spiel to Rick. Mm-hmm. Is that you know it's it's the things that we do that even the little things that we do to move us forward, move the people that we love forward. Yeah, and it and like it, the whole thing that she said, it just. You know, the things that we do, we do it because we love who, you know, we love our, our people, our family. Our, yeah. and, she's, and all three of these people are driving the, the idea of family home mm-hmm. and what it takes and who our family really is in this aftermath, right. in the aftermath of the apocalypse. So like seeing her sacrifice, it's just pure sacrifice, even if it wasn't perfect, even if it doesn't, didn't work as intended, mm-hmm. like it worked, no matter what worked in however little way to move our, our family forward. So that was yeah. like using Glenn wouldn't have been like you you'd have to figure it out and it would seem more like a gimmick and I don't think that's what they were trying to do they're well, tapping I into have, the I don't know if I Rick. would have put him last I mean I probably if if See, he were available I would have switched the order up of first. all the people that he were seeing yes Glenn would yeah. have been first in right. his visions like don't be a dumbass <laughs> right <laughs> yes up. it would have been a callback to season one but with you know him. what yeah Shane is just too irresistible so they had to make a decision at that point right Shane yeah. would have been way too irresistible because you had to tap yeah. into the rage you know that you gotta be you gotta become this thing to, to do what you need to, needs to be done and talk about being responsible for a death i mean there's no if ands or buts about that one <laughs> but there was a reason for it <laughs> oh well that's like cutting out your yeah, own heart yeah it's like right. cutting out your own heart right. so shane i mean shane and glenn obviously shane's gonna have a bigger impact in, yeah. in a scene like that yeah. and, it, and it is a gimmick yeah <laughs> it works it works too well like out of all the people to see again, it would be great to see Glenn, but mm-hmm. seeing Shane again is a surprise. Yeah. And it is. I think like, I was just. I was also holy. just being selfish. No, I mean that's okay. I mean you're not the first person, <laughs> but you know, I mean it's like one of those things. Like definitely see the coverage from that 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 
try to listen to that episode because like it, it I go into it pretty like because I, I have the words I have the, all the words she says and mm-hmm. why that makes sense and then I reread what Shane says like about being what you have to be to get the job done and then Sasha going making the sacrifices that you make even however impactful they are to move our family forward and then it, no. it, it all accumulates you know all everything that everybody's ever done to move our civilization forward our family forward so that it was just beautiful and so right which is why they're standing on all the dead bodies yeah but that's the whole <laughs> thing it's like this is what it takes this is all of us dead yeah and but it's it, super literal yeah 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 but, th- yeah but it was all for the service of trying to push each other forward to trying to get us that much closer to where we need to be yeah and it, and it makes sense those that was what he needed to hear yeah to keep going you yeah. know it matters what you're doing it matters however mm-hmm. little you think it is it matters so going back to sleeper dante <laughs> <laughs> But there's a couple of things to mention, like um, the fact that there's no real medicine. <laughs> this yeah. is like, like literal like home- homeopathy or something. It's like yeah, oregano no oil, peppermint and yarrow. <laughs> I'm not saying ginger root and mint for the nausea and and olive oil and yarrow for pain. (laughs) But the yarrow is the only thing that's maybe even close to a remedy. (laughs) Like all that other stuff is nonsense to me. Like ginger is good for a stomach ache. Right. Right. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Well, and I think mint. I think mint is good for nausea. Yeah. But still, how much mint do you have laying around? Two for two for nausea. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Doesn't solve the problem. (laughs) They're fucked. That's that's why I wanted to bring that up because like they're as doctory as they are, they're fucked. They're just completely. They're like they're helpless. They're like in the ultimately helpless position of like saying, "Oh, we know what's going on, but you're gonna die." Like I I know what it is, Sadiq. Yeah. Well, and that precious old lady too. Like you know, she's looking at the. She's looking at the silver lining. You know, yeah, I know I'm dying, but, you know, at least I'm in a comfy bed. That's yeah. not a luxury a lot of people have at yeah. this point in the world. Which was the Aaron move. Do you remember Aaron from last year in the same position? Probably, is this episode six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so it's two episodes before the end, maybe. Before the time uh, jump. When he Aaron, loses his arm. When he loses his arm, he's having that conversation mm-hmm. with Rick. He's like, no, you don't understand. I may have lost my arm, but right. look how far I've gotten. Right, you know, right. They remind, and they're all. Yep. Both of these people are in bed. Both of these people mm-hmm. are in a precarious position. <laughs> I just like the pl- parallels. I don't know why. Like these parallels that I can see between both seasons is so great. It's so really cool to see. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm glad also, you can point them out too, because I do, I definitely don't. I don't see. I don't think about past episodes while I'm watching one. I just oh, don't. I can't help it. It's like when you when you've gone through the notes and having to do the podcast on them as well it's yeah. like i can't help but just draw these little th- and it doesn't always work but sometimes i see, i didn't see it till just now <laughs> i saw i remember the aaron thing i just don't remember mm. the. i didn't remember the exact moment anyway so sometimes things pop up when we're talking about it i'm like oh yeah i remember back when da 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 but like while i'm watching the episode i i don't yeah. know why i no, just it doesn't always yeah i don't know i'm just taking it all in <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah me too it doesn't like a lot of the times it's it is when i'm talking that sometimes other things pop up like, Oh, oh yeah. shit. Who's that, Carolyn? Alpha. <laughs> oh, they're, they might be looking like they're doing the same thing. Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> That's why we have these discussions, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because things come out, man. And by yeah. the way, speaking of that, like, and now I'm thinking, I have this in my notes, but like, it kind of does go to this thing, like, where Dante, for all his bravado, he says to uh, Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, the patient on the, like, flirting yeah, oh, with yeah. her and shit. Yeah, yeah. Bodies manifesting emotions. Like, so, but I was thinking about something like, okay, 
okay, what if Zeke isn't as sick as we think he is, too? Like, what if mm-hmm. he's, like, really fucked up and his body is producing a side effect? Like, even though he has his family history. Hmm. Right? Like, it was just um, too specific to, to, like, be like, wait, hold on a second. He could be saying something that applies somewhere else, you know? Uh, the body's no. emotions are manifesting physical oh. attributes, right? Do you yeah. remember that conversation with Cheryl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like... um like um what uh like a false pregnancy yeah. when women think they're pregnant and like their bellies even get bigger and it's all a manifestation in their head it's yeah, not even it, real it's the body producing a physical effect to a mental uh-huh. problem right maybe maybe that's his body's way of handling losing henry losing carol yeah being awkward <laughs> yeah <I'm> awkward but <laughs> right Aww. he's certainly going through something something really dark and dire yeah. enough for him to kind of want to end his life and it's like and so is carol i mean her responding to her dreams and wanting to stay up and her body producing hallucinations and and now mm-hmm. boils in the next i'm kidding <laughs> boils oh. in the next episode i know i'm, I'm curious kidding. to find that might not even be right anything what it looks like but i'm just kidding <laughs> well well and okay are you the though? first thing I no well, the first thing I thought was oh my god what's all you know what's all over her but if those are growths it would have were it would take some serious time to develop those they're right. not gonna sh- they're not gonna show up overnight right exactly exactly so that so that tells me it has to be something gross gross <laughs> yes exactly yeah yes exactly that she caused to splatter on her <laughs> right right. Uh, someone's guts are all over her face <laughs> yeah uh, yeah probably the prisoners but we'll see <laughs> oh i hope she doesn't kill him that would be that would probably be bad yeah that'd be a little out of control yeah, yeah. with knives to the fingers like in the sneak peeks Ooh. Ooh. So we don't even know we don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> and i'm not sure it's gonna be anything good um, I just like the line that Cheryl gives him in response to this. It's like, son, I would break you like a twig. Right. Um, it's like, oh, I love you, Cheryl. Oh, you yeah. just give him the sass right back. And you know she would, too. <laughs> yep. Cheryl's got some sass. Mm-hmm. She can take it. She gets it. She knows what's up. <laughs> how many How many older ladies have you heard say that to a younger man on a show, movie, whatever? Like, oh, on a show? Yeah. In real life, yeah. never. No, not real life. No. <laughs> always on, like, on the screen. Yeah. But never. Yeah, there's always, maybe. oh, 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 honey, you couldn't handle this type, right. you know, some, exactly. something along those okay, lines. Okay, maybe I've heard that once, <laughs> once or twice, right? Yeah. Like Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Like, it, like, she would say something worse. <laughs> Yeah. She was a dirty She'd be like, lady. You can't handle it, honey, but you can try. <laughs> <laughs> but I might let you. <laughs> I'll let you try. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. So, and I wish Carol was here for this one specifically. Okay. Yeah. Dante responds to her, <laughs> to this line that she says. He says, I thought we were having a moment there, Cheryl. <laughs> right. This brought me back to something Negan said to Carl when Carl Uh-oh. disappears on him at the wall, like Alexandria's wall. Mm-hmm. Like like Negan was going on and on, and, and he turns around and Carl's gone. He goes, I thought oh, we yeah. were having a moment, you little asshole. Yeah, I don't know. My brain just went straight to that. And that they're in Alexandria right now. That actually like made my paranoia wheels spin. 
Uh-oh. Because, like, oh, gosh, maybe this guy is is a plant. Maybe that's kind of like a writer's tell, like, that he's, he's like, a whisperer. Like, oh, fucked me up a little bit. Because it's, right? it's the same exact line. It's like, I right. thought we were having well, a moment have... there, Cheryl. Yeah. You see one villain say it. The next time you hear it, you... It's another yeah. villain. Oh. Associate. Yeah. Assume they're a villain. I'm just hoping it's a one-off, but, like, it's something I can't ignore. And this is, again, see, just... after yeah. having covered that episode, it's in my brain. So now I can bring it up. And I can recall it, like... A, like a pensive like a string of thoughts. <laughs> seems Sorry. like something Dante would say, though. You know, exactly. Seems like a like a like a Danteism. It's harmless <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, right? that's what they all say until I know, right? Until they're silenced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, no, he's not a spy or he's not a whisper. But I can't. But I really can't convince myself. Like, there's no evidence telling me he is. Like, like I said, how is he reporting back? What is he actually doing? What's the point of him being a plant there? Right. Exactly. I, what is the the what is the end result here? Exactly. I don't see it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't see where this jives. I, there's right. no time for him to report the things. It's not like he has a cell phone in his pocket. Exactly. It takes a little bit of work. (laughs) Not sending up smoke signals, you know, exactly. There's no way, there's no quick communication. Yeah. Unless there's a whisperer running back and forth. I I don't, I, which would be too risky. Someone would see that happening. Yeah. He would need help. I just can't believe it. Uh, He would need help or something at least. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm not smart enough to, cause you know what? You you don't know what the show could probably figure out a way to do it. That's not the point. Like what would be the motivation? Like what, why this character specifically? Cause we would suspect him, but we do now. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's why this is a mind hack. That's why I love if they exploit this. Great. It's going to make for great television when they're wrong. <laughs> right. And Carol will be like vindicated. <laughs> like, right. He's not a spy. He's Maggie's husband. And that's that. <laughs> he's Maggie something. I don't Maggie's know. side piece. He's Maggie something. Something, something. <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, it would kind of be funny to watch that, that dynamic between Dante and Maggie because I already see comic book Dante in, in this character. He's cocky, pompous, hilarious, mm. full of himself. It, he's, yeah, he's exactly Dante from the books. It's everything I imagined in a man. Absolutely. And and he plays it so well. He, yeah. he really does. He's this cool, cocky like, asshole. And I like love him it. saying to Sadiq, I'm kind of amazing. And I'm, I'm kind of that, I'm hooked. <laughs> yes. I'm hooked. Line yes. sync. And that they laughed at the end. Yeah. That, that ooh, just dug his little hook in me. I'm your little fishy. Could do whatever you right. want with me. <laughs> if you're a spy working for somebody else, generally you don't draw a lot of attention to yourself. You right. want to just sort of blend in and sort of hide in the background of things. Dante is a very loud, boisterous character. I just don't see him. If he is a spy, he's a terrible one. Ah, shit. <laughs> you know what you just described? What? Not what Negan's doing. <laughs> 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 Shit. And, and we know he's a spy. Shit. But maybe that's the way to do it. Yeah. But although which he dis- wasn't sent in there. He's, actually, he's there on his own volition. Right. But that actually supports your theory because if they're both doing yeah. the same thing and you no use kidding. a different tactic with the whispers that you would with the with Alexandra, then he's definitely not a spy. Because yes. if you have to talk a lot with the whispers and you talk a lot at Alexandria and make noise, because mm-hmm. noise distracts the whispers. It's like, oh, of course you're making too much noise. If you're trying to be a whisperer, they're going to suspect you. <laughs> if you try True. to keep your mouth shut. But Alexandria, if you run your mouth, oh, you're just another Alexandrian. <laughs> True. <laughs> <yourself>. True. <sighs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> 
low profile means you are suspicious. That's the thing. Lydia keeps her head down and she's suspected. True. You know, well, the they thing. know damn well she came from the Whisperers. Though. Right. But like, you if know, she, she could do snuck anything. In, yeah. If she had right. snuck in undetected and they didn't know she was associated, yeah. they would have accepted her. She probably would have been louder. <laughs> Man, that's a rough situation Maybe. too. Man, there you're so caught up with that stuff that you don't see Dante as a spy. No, I'm kidding. But like, that's the thing. No. Dante does not keep a low profile, like you said. Right. You know, and which is required. You know, not what the whisper is. The whispers require somebody that's distracting, noisy. Like this guy's too crazy to be uh, a spy. Like mm-hmm. he's too bold. Like he doesn't act like a normal person acts in this situation yeah. with these scary people. You know, that's what's so great about the situation. It's so outlandish and out of this world that it works. It really preps us for the stark contrast that will be TWD3 in the movies. Mm. Like how the technology difference is mm-hmm. so different. They even described what the S-pole was yesterday, right? In, in TWD3. Oh, should I tell you what the S-pole is? Yeah, the I don't a- know what that means. The S-pole is a technological S-pole? device that instantly takes out walkers in TWD3. Oh, okay. So, seriously? Okay, so... It disrupts their nervous patterns and they just... They just fall. Okay, that's cool. That's super awesome. But I'm... Now I'm I'm going back to timelines. They're trying... Somebody... (laughs) (laughs) We're almost at the stage where we've hit the spot where we're TWD3 and TWD meet. Okay, I'm going to have to call bullshit. No, you can't. Because... Well, how do you have a device? How do you have a device that automatically takes out walkers? It's the difference like, between this close to where we're at in the storyline. Because it's been ten years on TWD, but ten years have gone by in this community where they've had a chance to rebuild it with with the technological advances. And one could that say, were already th- that were already there. Yeah, and one could even say that maybe these communities were prepared for this event. Maybe. See, and so if you're prepared for this event, you're see. Prepared- I should have been excited by that, but now I'm just irritated. <laughs> you should be because there's a there is going to be a part of you that starts to realize. While these guys were suffering and toiling and losing people and etc., th- these people in here have been have had it made. I also don't like the idea of a spinoff being so close to the timeline that we're already in. What's the point? What What is the point of watching two shows happening at the same time? No, because the time thing, I think it's safer to do it that way because you it's just showing you a different perspective. Do you know what I mean? I it, see, rather than a different time. I want to see. Because that can get messy. See, we're already we already saw fear. Fear took us back to the beginning. Right. I want to see what's a, what's down the road ten years, fifteen years. Right. But that can get. Messy. We already know what's happening right now. I don't want to watch another show about what's happening now. Yeah, but you know what the danger is in, in showing a show that's far ahead is that you start to think, oh, does this person survive in the present? Does this person, does that person do like little Easter eggs that they have to mess with in the past? So I can. Well, see- we already know that there's a statue erected to Rick Grimes, right? Well, that or was, was that a or was that a joke? So a that's the comic book, and b that was me making a joke. <laughs> like, oh, they could do this little Easter egg. Like, oh, who's oh, this character? I thought. Okay, I thought, that, but that was I thought we there was legitimately a statue of Rick Grimes someplace no, and, on this. Sh- okay. And again, that was me. That was me thinking that this was going to be like I don't know seven years in the future from TWD. What? But right. They already yes. said 
the team has already said this hap this happens ten years after the beginning of the apocalypse, which is basically where we're at. Right. So wah, that's wah. that's what's happening. No, but that's okay because I again it's like a different point of view with people that have had see these aren't Alexandrians. These people weren't immune from the apocalypse, but they were educated in the apocalypse. They immersed themselves in the apocalypse. So what it takes to take these guys are so into it. It's like they know all the different ways you can take out a walker, probably. In every single point on the walker body. Like they they know, oh, if you hit this part here in the neck, oh, the whole thing shuts down. <laughs> and like they can't mm. even move their mouth, but they're still in there somewhere. I don't know. But my whole point I, being is that they've well. studied the science of this apocalypse and, and are trying to beat it. And what's really cool with that is how, <laughs> and because of the way all zombie apocalypse movies go, is like, even still, the, the apocalypse finds a way to defeat that, you know? So oh, right. No matter I'm how prepared in. you are. Yeah, I'm in for that. Like, I'm in for a different take. I am going into this with caution. I'm I'm not gonna have expect I don't have expectations for this show. Well, you already did, you already announced your caution. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I'm going into this just I don't know blank. Well, I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put some uh, the embedded tweet that I got from and it's actually one of my I retweeted it. Um, Sarah Beth Pollock actually visited the set of TWD3 and she mm -hmm. said all the impressions that people have had from the trailer that this is gonna be some sort of Nick at Night version of t the walking dead rest assured because the way that because it's teenagers and the way they film oh. it people like are thinking oh this is going to attract a younger audience and it may yeah but anybody who has the impression that this is going to be any lesser of a twd twd show is going to be surprised when they find out how much more dark it is than the walking dead no so I'm I'm very curious to see what she's talking about, and if it's mm -hmm. darker than The Walking Dead, like if they're they're gonna go places that The Walking Dead could not go, about like killing kids probably, <laughs> like killing more kids. Walking Dead went there. I was gonna say, what's, yeah, they, they what's took really... a big swing with scars. <laughs> <What's>, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, when that and that's not even the first time. No, it We've, isn't. There was a I'm, lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pretty sure we've there's been a kid killed off every season so far. Yeah, or like every other season, I want to say. Yeah, does that make sense? Four, uh, six. Well, I mean, if we're not counting, if we're not counting season one, nobody really dies then. Uh, Amy. Oh, she a kid. She like, a kid. I'm talking about like you know, like a kid, kid. Right. No, but like I mean, Amy's, single digits. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia. Oh, well, we didn't get to see her die. We saw her as a walker, I guess. And then we had to watch them kill Walker Sophia. That was boss. It was a boss scene, <laughs> right? right? To see her head go right? back. <laughs> I know it. I know. And, and Rick's, Rick's pose, too, at that moment. like. <sighs> It's like cold. It was like weird. It was almost cold. Anyway, mm -hmm. the only thing we got left is sneak peeks, but it's like Sadiq sees a vision of Debbie and Alpha, Debbie slash Alpha, yeah, in, in the in the window of the infirmary. And so there's a lot of things going on here too. So I mean, you see in the extended sneak peek on Talking Dead, his visions get so rough that he's he jumps into the lake. And somebody actually said this on the Aim for the Head podcast. They said. Uh, this this might be enough for him to his brain to kind of figure out where th that maybe that people are getting sick from the water and so oh after he jumps in yeah exactly oh okay he's like yeah. brain is working out something I thought this before but they said they put it in a way okay. that actually sounded better like his PTSD is him his brain working out the problem Lydia leaves her cell to t so the the prisoner takes over oh yeah okay Lydia's shook <laughs> Carol confirms that he is the one that watches watches the guardians you know, so he's mm -hmm. like walking around with them. Uh, yeah. Gabe is back from his patrol saying, and just yelling at Carol, you put us all at risk. And Carol's like, 
we have to find the horde. And Carol's in favor of torturing the guy. And Gabe is trying to like pull the line and be, be like, Carol, that's not your call. None of this is. And like, I'm going to have to call the council, including Michonne. And Carol's just like, okay, apparently this wall is now blocked. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Lydia, you can stay with me tonight. <laughs> and then the very next day, like, um, the very next scene, it's like, you see that the, the sneak peeks continue on. Carol takes a horse and kidnaps Lydia. And then, and there's a, there's an overdub of her saying, you need to choose what side you're on. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, bitch? You're torturing, you're kidnapping a kid and to, like, you have to decide what, well, okay, fine. I'm on your side. <laughs> like, do I have a choice? <laughs> um, Aaron and Gamma meet at the border. Gamma has some parchment in her hands, so like maybe a map of some kind. I don't know. Mm. But doesn't that give you season eight vibes when Daryl was given the planted map? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Think about that With for a minute. him and Dwight. Dwight was, yep, helping Betrayed. out. Sadiq will purposely relive the barn scene for us to see, part, at least partially. And you mm-hmm. really see his P- it's PTSD management ratchet up after sleepwalking with Coco yeah. uh, by jumping in a pond. There's another scene where Gamma looks really worried that maybe that maybe she's being suspected by Alpha. There's like this like sh- like face of terror mm. in her face. So, and there's like this one. You know how they have the, the brief sneak peek, and you, you see that at the end there's like all these flashes of different scenes. <laughs> yes. So I caught a few. Okay, Gamma <laughs> leaves Aaron at the border. Sadiq is in the barn. Rosita's sick in bed. That's foreboding. Mm-hmm. Sadiq in a bedroom with a huge bed. That was an interesting mm-hmm. scene. I don't know why that's there. Uh, Gamma mm-hmm. in the middle of the forest, unmasked. So usually you never see her with a mask off. Yeah, alone. Ooh. You see her from behind Ooh. with the red hair. I think oh, it's, okay. It's also an interesting DP choice, like a director of photography choice. Like what mm-hmm. is going on in her mind right now? And she's never. She does. She never has the mask off usually, unless Alpha makes her. So right. Interesting. Well, they're not supposed to be human, right? Right. Except Maybe for she's Gamma. having a. She's having a, a human moment. I'm having a moment. Who knows? I'm having a moment. That's it's getting how really we do intense. That. This is getting really intense, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> If you like what you heard, please give us a like. Leave a comment if you think we've left something on the table. And undoubtedly, I think there may have been a couple things that we might have just glossed over. That's fine. We got to the meat of the thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And if not, you tell us. Or you leave a thumbs down. Ooh, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Ooh. <laughs> but if you liked us even more, or if you just want to help us out on this level, leave a rating in iTunes Music. Leave another rating in uh, Stitcher. You know, whatever you prefer. It really helps build our profile up. If you want to help us even more than that, click the link in our in our website, squawkingdead.com, to support the podcast. Just buy us a coffee. You don't have to do the subscription thing if you don't want to. It really helps. Doing that will get you access to our recording sessions, where you can be with us in the chat, basically. Instant chat, so you don't, there's no lag. You're there when we're recording while we're making mistakes, <laughs> so you get to fix <laughs> us when we do that. And you get a copy of the unedited footage for you to enjoy later on. Which is great. And all these new features, like I'm even thinking off the top of my dome, like the next giveaway, what could be really cool as a coffee perk is they get a week's early access to any giveaways that we decide to do like, that are like at least a month long mm-hmm. or like some sort of advanced access to the polls, you know, yeah. they, get, they get the link earlier than others. Yeah. So I, I think that's a cool incentive too. So these are things that I'm thinking of along the way, but either way. Join us on the journey. Send us a coffee. K- KO-FI.com slash Squawking Dead. Support the podcast. Just buy us a coffee. I'm looking forward to the next one, but kind of not looking forward to it because it looks like torture porn and it's going to be a rough watch. But in the meantime, stay good. Don't te- don't text and drive <laughs> and love each other. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. 
Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>